forever. Dog. I feel weird about these nominations, Bray. Bray, I is feel there a weird. Year, is there ever a year where you don't Justin? feel weird? Well, because you know what it is? I feel like because out of everybody, Bray will be the one to be, see the positive in this particular moment where it's like, oh, at least we got these black, I mean, these people of color films nominated, but I see that as weird. Yeah, I have I, also never cared about awards ever, so... <laughs> I and care too I, much about awards. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. see, I, I care know, too. I, do too. I, care I care too. I care about all of them. My always, thing is, even though I, I hate them so much, though, all because the time. that's what everyone sees. That's the optics of the world. The world puts a lot of weight on these things, and I'm like, if you nominate films with people of color, but don't nominate the performers in that movie, I, my mind doesn't understand. All right, it. well, let's see what you're talking about. All right, so we got outstanding performance by a cast and motion picture, which is, I guess, like this is the best cast, almost like the best movie, kind of, right? That's always been weird to me. It's, it's like it's not the thing. best movie, but you were the best at, in the movie that y'all are all in. Yeah. And it's all of the performers. All the cast. All so of the actors. You have, and this is a weird, let's be real. For the five films, because usually the five films in SAG Best Cast, for the most part, are like some of the five films. That could be now, there's now, now there's like 10, which makes it gross. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes but it like gross. those were like. It used to be used 10 to, though, right? No. Well, like, they're going back to it? No, it was, no, it used to be no, it used to be five, like five and then it went to ten, and then it went to well. Here's the thing: when it went to ten, when it went to ten, they were like, it was never. It was just that it can be up to ten, mm-hmm. so yeah. they don't always nominate ten. Sometimes like it's nine, maybe it's eight. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's maybe right. it's you know, maybe it's ten this year. But okay. but these are the five, and presumably all five of these will be nominated for best picture. I can though, see that, which is interesting because it's A Star Is Born, Black mm-hmm. Panther. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Crazy Rich Asians. Now, it's like only one white movie. That's good, right? So that's the thing. <laughs> one straight white movie. You would think just it's said, great. You would think it's great. You have one great. movie that stars, uh, that's like pretty much a white cast. I, Bohemian Rhapsody is like mostly white people. And then. You got one person coming that lead, and baby. Then got, yeah. And, and <laughs> interestingly enough, he's one of the people who is nominated. Uh huh. But uh, this is my thing. Yeah. For some reason, Rami the Malik. men are nominated. And I'm not mad. Again, I get it. It's like they may nominate one black man mm-hmm. or one man of color. But my thing is you got crazy rich Asians, right? Right. So you have crazy rich Asians and nobody from that cast mm-hmm. got nominated Which is insane. for an individual right? award. Yeah, that's insane. Well, Constance that Wu, cast least. is so good. Aquafina, that cast is so Michelle, good. Uh, how do you spell Michelle Yao. Yeah. Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao. Any, Yao or Yao? Any, Yo, 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 I think Yo, you're right. Yo. I always want to say yo. 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 (laughs) Well, she, especially her though, because I feel like she had that Meryl Streep kind of role. You know what I mean? Like, she had that role of like, the, like, you had those couple of scenes with her where you're like, Elder Stateswoman. Elder Stateswoman. Yes. You Mm -hmm. know, giving it to you, who like, you kind of don't like, but you really like secretly do like her, Mm -hmm. even though she's being really mean. And then she has that scene at the end. She had that scene on the steps where you think she's like about to like, be friends with Constance Wu, and then you realize like she's not mm. at all. No. Like, you're like, oh my god, that moment. She's that sharp, moment. man. She's sharp. And it's like you telling me because my thing is, I need to know the rationale now. Because I need to know, I need to know if you have these films with people of color. How are none of the people of color, or for the most part, being right. nominated? Also, though, so, and also SAG, though notoriously the year of Oscar so white was mad diverse, right? Like that year of the SAG Awards was like super diverse, right? But also, what is it making wasn't me super diverse? But it had some more, it had so, more I mean, diversity th- then, right? But, had, what, but what this has done for me 
is that there was a big uproar about who was on the Oscar nominated committee. Now I'm like, who's on the SAG committee? Do any of you guys get to vote for? Um, I feel like it's random. I think so. Like is I it think in- it's ra- it's like a random. We we I haven't yet. I've never been a part of the SAG nominated committee. But they, <laughs> <laughs> I always pay my dues, and I've never, I've still never been a part I of it. I pay my dues, boy. I pay uh, my dues. See, the WGA is different though. With the WGA, you actually get to you get to everybody gets to nominate. Yeah, everybody gets to pick the nominations, mm-hmm. and then you pick the winners uh, based off of the winners. All you the get to vote for the winners and the nominations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but for SAG, you only most of the actors only get to vote for the after the nominations are already out and we get to vote for who we think should win. Um and this is and the and this is the thing is weird is that like you have Black Klansman, I mean sorry, you have Black Panther which was nominated for <laughs> best cast and then again none of the individual awards. And then you have a movie like The Favorite uh which I think is a favorite <laughs> uh, yeah. for the for that for that demographic that it's reaching. White women? Uh, and no, what, what's I'm just saying, which movie is this? Which movie is this? Which movie is this? Yeah, man. Which okay, movie? No, no, I just want to know which one you're talking about. I think the people at home didn't know you were talking about okay. the white women. <laughs> which so movie? You have three people the nominated favorite? from that. It's legit oh, called the favorite. Yeah. yeah, and it's called. You have uh, you have uh, Olivia Coleman, who's nominated for best actress, and then you have uh, Emma Stone, who's nominated for best supporting, and Rachel Weisz, who's also nominated for best supporting. So they have three nominations within the individuals, but then it wasn't nominated for best cast. And I'm like, you clearly love the cast. You nominated all of them. Yeah. It's something something weird. The whole thing is this. Just having the movie nominated, because again, from the opposite side, we're seeing it from our side. Right, right? we're seeing it from our side. So from from our side, it's like what the logic would dictate. Right. If the the cast is so good, I mean, at least Michael B. Jordan, right? Right. At At least least Michael B. B. Cultural impact impact and like optics alone, just nominate Michael B. Jordan because he was great. But it's like from their side, it's like, well, we nominated Black Klansman, Black Panther, Crazy Rich Asians, Ugh. and a movie with a gay guy in the lead. So, <laughs> and they sat back and then poured champagne on themselves, and they they thought right. they were. But, 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 see, yeah. but see, that's my issue. Because my that's issue, what it feels my like. My issue is the thing is like, yeah, you you thought you did a good thing, and again, those movies deserve to be some of the mm-hmm. best movies because again, Black Panther was one of the highest grossing films of the year. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Period. Right. And then also you look at like Crazy Rich Asians is the highest grossing rom-com of all time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like these things were just like, oh, we're doing it for like, oh, we're trying to help people of color. I was like, no, these particular movies became something that had to be great. Black Klansman is one of the best reviewed movies of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're not patting us on the back and doing us anything great. We proved, if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about optics, if you're thinking about like, I know John um, always brings up before a movie, is like... um. Was it uh uh was that fucking bullshit uh, review thing uh brings up Rotten Tomatoes? Oh yeah, <laughs> these have the highest Rotten Tomatoes score. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have proven to be better. Why are you calling it a bullshit? Rotten review? Tomatoes is fucking bullshit. <laughs> even when we start making movies, I'm still gonna show. Are you still tomatoes. gonna say that? Like, I don't <laughs> even care. if we have a hundred percent, I'm gonna still be like, y'all ain't shit. But thank you. I wanna be. I wanna. <laughs> I wanna be at that press conference. I wanna be at that press we, conference oh, where you grab the mic. Please like, believe hey, I'm tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes has highlighted us as a podcast. And in the interview. In the interview, did I not shit on Rotten Tomatoes? You in the did interview? in the interview, which Look, was strange. I will never not. Because the thing is, I still believe they ain't shit. Here's the thing: the problem is they love this. Um, <laughs> they love because this. my thing is, you know what? My thing is like they they they, they nominate these movies like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we did we did a good deed. And I'm like, no, because you didn't. Because you said like these movies made a cultural impact, right. mm-hmm. but the performers yeah. are what made these movies important. Well, it's and the now, now I'm looking at it too, so right? I'm looking yeah. at it too, and it, it's the women that got. The shaft got yeah, for shafted, sure. right? Women of color got shafted, right? And and if we look at the Golden Globes, 
did Constance Wu get a nom? Constance Wu got a nom in the Golden and then, Globes. And then, oh, she and then did? Regina King. And, and, and go, Regina King, they got one in the Golden Globes, but not SAG. I didn't know that. Be, right. It's frustrating because I think we talked about this when we talked about the Golden Globes was the other issue is is like the size of the roles in the movies, which I guess is not an issue because then we talk about Dame Judi Dance being nominated for like what, like 15 minutes. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. Um, Well, uh, the thing the other thing is funny to me is that I've seen a lot of these movies. I haven't seen all of them because some of them aren't technically out yet like mary poppins isn't out which i think right. i always think it's funny when a movie that isn't out like starts getting nominated Neither is vice vice isn't that said i can understand like when you watch the trailer device you're like that's right, gonna get nominated like, it looks like he got it looks like he did this oh he did the thing it's like it's all you Christian do Bale. Is watch the trailer vice. but if you watch the trailer for mary poppins you're like what yeah <laughs> she's just weird? being mary weird? poppins but, is, but here's my thing this is just a random thing when I heard this making new Mary Poppins, and I was like, I remember watching that show, watching that when I was younger, and it was lo- lovely fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I saw they cast Emily Blunt, I was like, Emily Blunt seems a bit like harsh, right? Yeah. She seemed like she. Yeah. Like I saw like uh, Edge of Tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. Edge of Tomorrow, right? Yeah. Like Emily Blunt, that that's not Mary. Like Mary, it's like that's Mary Poppins, <laughs> woman doing one handed push ups in a hangar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, but my thing about it is, it's so tricky. Is that it was weird. It's, it's like. You and this is not to diss certain actors, mm. but what I've been noticing with Hollywood, and this it started with the Me Too movement that kind of got me with Hollywood, is anytime you saw a Hollywood reporter or any of these articles, it will always be like white women who are affected by this. And I'm like, wait, mm. so women of color haven't been going against the well, like they did, they've yeah. been excluded, and, and they started bringing people around yeah, because Viola Davis brought it up. Yeah. yeah, and my thing is, but it took someone to speak out about the situation, and I'm like, when I'm looking at like the Oscars, I'm looking at the awards, I'm like, there has never been the year. And I'm not sure what will ever happen where there hasn't been two or more white women nominated for Best Actress or Best Supporting. But there are years where like women of color are shut out, even if they appear in movies. And yeah. my thing is, we live in this world where like I am not trying to equate a women's struggle to a women's struggle because mm-hmm. we're clearly four dudes in this room. But there is something to say about women of color who seemingly always are always looked over. Mm-hmm. They always are never considered in the conversation. Especially for Best Actress, by the way. Because like, yeah. there's so many Best no Supporting sense. Black women actresses that have, that have won in this in this like century, mm-hmm. uh, but like don't make me say it again, John. You gonna make me bring it? No, we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. There's no reason Viola Davis was not nominated. We have to talk about it. It's like she got nominated for best supporting actress. Right. That is the so for I'm widows. wondering right. like why Bullshit. why like somebody like and it's funny because sometimes I like sometimes I'm looking I'm like oh yeah like was that performance the best? But then I'm like but why is this like Lady Gaga got nominated for a Star Is Born. Listen, I I thought a Star Wars Born was like a, it was like a fine. Fi- it was it had some problems actually, but it was like somewhat um, entertaining. And Lady Gaga was is a great singer, and she did a serviceable job. Mm-hmm. But to say like she was the best actress, I'm I got like, a theory. What? I got a theory. I got a theory. Uh-huh. I think because very few people of color are in these voting positions, is that when we see like Amanda in The Hate You Give. People assume, or Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther, we assume that this person isn't acting hard because this is the black struggle. But Lady Wait, Gaga, but, and it's, and it's, but it's my hold point. It's my point. It's my point. But it's my point. But when you see Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga is stripped down. She Lady didn't Gaga wear any is, makeup. She didn't wear makeup. She is. She is different. She is showing not a level wearing, of herself that is not, not her. Wearing, not wearing makeup for white women is like not good enough. Like for Rosie Parks. Remember Charlie Stone? Like that's the. No. It's like no. I'm, not, no. I'm not wearing makeup today. Because to me, it's yeah, like, that's what it is. Because Amanda's struggle is different. Be Amanda ugly. Is, that's how you get your statues. Because <laughs> hey, white women to it. Be ugly. Lady Gaga is a pop star. No, no, but it's different because she's a she's a pop star who wasn't Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is 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 extravagant. Lady Gaga wears a meat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Wait, but that's when she became a pop star. She was a not that. She was always that. 
That's who Lady Gaga was. Yeah, but the she Lady was, Gaga you yeah. saw in the Star is Born was That was really her. That's like that's the that's, that's the yeah. essence of her. But Amanda, she wasn't different. Well, Amanda is just a young no, black girl. That's a black girl being a black girl. That's a black girl being a black girl. Okay, wait. Let me just mm-hmm. I really it's, it's, I, just to try to really figure this out, I think we need to go into the spider verse. I am so <laughs> <upset>. <laughs> No. <laughs> Yo, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> that was that's so disrespectful. No, no, I'm just no. saying if we really need if we really want to get down to the bottom of it, we need to go we need to get deep into the Spider-Verse. I'm mad. I'm I'm upset because you didn't say we need to go Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Wait, that's I'm mad about? you didn't just say that. Wait, that's what you're mad about? That's what I'm upset about. I'm mad about the seg the thing I get mad about with these goddamn like segues is that it's at a pivotal point it's in the conversation. The so I'm in it. So I'm in it. Like, yeah, what's your next point, man? And he does this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to like I'm supposed to like under it's like if you had a oh guest, and it's, it's like you had a guest, and it's like, yo, the worst thing about slavery was. Oh, mo- sorry, I thought I saw a Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Spider Verse. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> no. I was going to make, no. make a bad joke. I did want to know what you were going to say. Like, uh, I was, I was, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It doesn't matter. I was looking at the floor. I was looking at the floor, and Gerard also looked at the floor, and then I said, I'm sorry. I thought I saw Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Come on, baby. Emma, please start the show. <laughs> Start the show. As he raised the glass with the alcohol, you don't drink. Because now I realize he has an audience. <laughs> now he has an audience. Yeah, so, right? so, so before, before oh, bullshit. The volume goes way up. All right, let's start this thing. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Gerard Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh. I thought we were at first. I thought we were all doing this. At first, I thought I was on board, and then I quickly was not. I thought we were doing it. Ray aborted so quick. I got confused. Ray aborted so quick. I was like, what is. Wait, I was like, my man, he we were we tried to help. We tried to help and you just lost. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. You wanna try it again? No. That was what I wanted. I did what I wanted to do. I feel let down. I felt like we Y'all feel let oh man. Why? I thought we were in it. I thought we were gonna have like a round table thing, but you fucked it up. Sit on a beat. <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> no. All right. Uh hey everyone. <laughs> Hello. My name is Jonathan Braylock. Hey yo. Okay, I'm Gerard Belligan. And my name is James the Third. Are you whispering? Yeah. Okay. It feels weird. <laughs> yeah, always. Uh, we do have a special guest. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to do my drums. Everybody, give it up for Langston Belton. Don't be turning your head at my drums. I saw you out of the corner of my eye. Why? Turn your head twisted. Why? Like my drums were wrong. Those were good drums. They were interesting. That's why I turned my head. They were good drums. They were were great. They were interesting drums. There you go. Special (laughs) drums. They were special drums. I like special drums. Special drums. Thank you. Oh, I like it. What's up, y'all? What's going on? Yo, what's up, man? Honor and a pleasure to be here. Hey, man, we got you. You're like a Marvel wizard. I'm not a wizard. No, no. You're a Marvel. No. You're a Marvel wizard. You're no. a Marvel. Well, no, well, I don't no. know if you know this, but you're a wizard. Oh, good. Of Marvel. You're the Gandalf yeah, of, of Marvel. Like, you mix, you mix, hey, man, you're mixing the black, worlds, man. You're a black it's man a, who get to talk about Marvel Studios. It's a, it's a random thing. And, and you mm-hmm. black. 
Cheers to it's you. It's fun. Cheers, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, cheers, it's very man. nice. Cheers. Like, I bring it all around. Yeah, no, Outside it's, uh, of Wakanda, you like I'm number like an three ambassador. black man in Marvel. <laughs> 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 outside of Wakanda. That is true. No, not three. It's Luke Cage. Not Wakanda. Outside of Wakanda. Outside of Wakanda. Take Wakanda out of it. You got Luke Cage. And you got Falcon. And then you got well, Nick Fury. Nick oh, Fury. Oh, yeah, Nick Fury. So we got Wait, hold up. But you up there though. Hold up. <laughs> you not you not, got you're not three. You, you got, got Rody. And then you number and then six. And we got you, I think. You number six. You're gonna find another one. I'm gonna move down to number seven. I'm sure. <laughs> no, we, I mean you. Hey man, Listen, shit. It's a good game. To you. Hey, it's a great game. It's a as a black man, yeah. it's nice to be able to talk about comics and. They think to, we don't like comics, but it's they nice to see a black man talking about comics because exactly it is strange. Even when I see it, even when I like look at the show and I'm like, oh. That makes no sense. <laughs> and the, the show is called Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Earth's Mightiest Show. Earth's Mightiest, Earth's Mightiest Show. Mightiest Heroes. Avengers so. are Earth's Mightiest that's a, that's And you guys are on YouTube and... Are we are on Marvel.com, YouTube, and Facebook every Thursday. Usually that's when it usually drops. Oh. Sometimes there are specials that happen during the week and other things. Me and my co-host Lorraine Sink, uh, who's a white woman, which is the other thing that I love. Shout out to Lorraine. My mom, <laughs> my mom says it's just so funny to see, in my mind, the whitest woman and the blackest boy that I know. <laughs> and... Talk about comics. Talk about comics. I love, it. I love that. I Honestly, love it, yeah. yeah, blessed. It's fun. Uh, and then, of course, we also know you just from comedy. You're just hilarious. yeah, yeah, hilarious yep. comedian. Try. Uh, I performed at UCB, but also the pit is mm-hmm. you know and in, in national Pollard. comedy. Theater. I was in yeah, national comedy, comedy theater. Just <laughs> taking it way back, baby. Taking it away. Uh, James, taking it. Real, I'm, I'm gonna take it back. <laughs> is uh, there anything else? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, man. But, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you, bro. Yeah, and we get to talk about something so dope today. Oh yes. So of course, as as previously mentioned, we are talking about why'd you smile spider-man because he's so happy about his segue that's why he's he's so so pleased with the segue spider-man into the spider-verse uh starring uh everybody meek more Mm -hmm. meek more uh Uh, tyree henry yeah brian tyree henry is mahershala Mahershala. Mm -hmm. uh oh oh, Uh, michelle Michelle kravitz yeah um jake johnson yes peter parker Haley steinfeld uh chris pine lily cage yeah oh that's right wait so wait who was Nick Cage again? Spider Noir. Spider Man Noir. Noir. Oh, the Noir. Yeah. Noir. <laughs> one of the best, yeah, one of the best casting choices of this Noir. year. There were some moments. I'm sitting in this theater with a bunch of kids. I saw it in the Bronx, by the way. I saw it in the Bronx with a bunch of black <laughs> yes. families. And Nick Cage's point, I laughed far too hard. Because <laughs> he was Just, great. He was so good. I also, love, he loves comics. Yeah, I love when actors get to do something like, and I feel like what it was because I got to talk to Shamik Moore and Jake Johnson at oh. uh, New York Comic Con. And the coolest thing about the two of them is that they really do love the characters they're playing and they really do they really That's did great. get into it and when you hear both of them like one of my favorite things is like we both ask them is there another spider-man that you would like to be and they're both like nah i'm good with this <laughs> this one, one. <laughs> yeah which is cool which is right? so cool because because yeah. again jake johnson is a ucb guy from new york mm-hmm. who moved to la so it's cool to see him playing you know peter b parker uh, so, uh, uh which is he's actually playing like most ucb dudes Yes, like right. 30s, 30s, <laughs> divorced, <laughs> broken up, broke, re, in, broken in up a, with in a New York one bedroom apartment, five o'clock studio, shadow, sweatpants, 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 fetal position on their bed, eating, eating a pizza, pizza. <laughs> eating a pizza, caring more about the pizza than that anything was me else going on. this morning. <laughs> but that's what I love. Like you used to seeing a Spider Man, like in, in the movie, they show a Spider Man. Because again, it's alternate. Spider-Man. You see a Spider-Man that's almost like perfect. He has a Spider Cave. He has an album. He has all this. It's like the most Spider-Man can yeah. be. Almost like the again, because I'm going to go in the weeds. Of this 
that was like the commercial yeah. identity yeah. of what Spider-Man yeah. is. So that you you set this thing of like, you know Spider-Man, right? Well, what if that guy that you always knew, like he's positive, making jokes, he and still makes jokes and his life went sideways like people's lives do. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Peter's been perpetually like either in high school or like 20 something years old. You never really get to see him as like a thirty-year-old yeah. failed adult. Because, you know what I mean? because when he's Spider-Man, he's always failing. Oh, like yeah, he's yeah. always missing class. Mm-hmm. He's always Spider. Literally, the thing about Spider-Man is he never can get it right in his mm-hmm. real life. And it's like, oh yeah, if that happened when he was sixteen, if it happened when he was twenty, it's of gonna course keep in his thirties he would not be able to get it because right. he never would have a chance. All right, 100%. before we get too deep into this, because mm-hmm. this is all too great. deep into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I did it. I did it. No, don't high five. We did, we did, baby. I'm upset. (laughs) Uh, Let's set the some a little bit more of the stage. Uh, uh, Right now, uh, this movie uh, is trending at 97 percent Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, the animation, God, it's insane. Um, Also, this movie made 35.4 million dollars opening weekend, which is considered for now the highest. gross uh, of a weekend for an animated movie in December. Ooh, There's a lot of caveats wow. to that, yeah. but it's still pretty- But December though, Christmas time, a lot of families hanging out, that's yeah. a big deal to like make that great. mark. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the animation is beautiful. It's outrageous. Oh, God, no, no, no. The animation is incredible. Um, and this movie been in the works for a little bit since like 2014. Well, I think, Oh, wow, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, because Sony has that whole like deal with the- they, I like, saw, they keep doing Spider-Man. I saw Ms. So they, Pasquale's they, name they, on yeah, this. I know, because they, the, uh, they have the film rights mm. to Spider-Man. Right, right. But uh, Pasquale so owns, like, doesn't she own, because uh, technically she's the one who bought Spider-Man into Sony. Mm-hmm. So she was the one who ushered the Marvel deal. So I think she made. She's like the caretaker. She's the caretaker she, yeah, of she, Spider-Man. Yeah, she's like the caretaker. In, what, makes in sense, yeah. some of her leaked emails, mm-hmm. we're talking about this. Uh, the production budget was $90 million. Um, so far, it's been. That was it? That's only I know. That's, I right, was that's shocked. insane, right? This is my first yeah. time being shocked at a high number, <laughs> somewhat high number. Yeah. No, but, but for animation, that's not that yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Of, yeah. Exactly. Wow. What a Pixar movie might be. What? However many. I would imagine. You're looking at a hundred yeah. plus, yeah. like ninety million. What's yeah. pretty cool is that it grossed twenty-one million dollars um, uh, in uh, for overseas uh, for opening weekend, which uh, like for a movie, like usually, you know what I mean. Like sometimes some of these movies, like they they consider like, oh, they won't do well overseas, mm-hmm. but it did pretty well. So right now it's at fifty-six million worldwide, and it seems like it it'll it'll stay because it's getting a lot of positive reviews. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Uh, I want to see. I want. Yeah, never it's mind. a classic. Yes, I'm calling it right now. I want to start. Can we get a teaser? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. definitely a classic. Can we get a teaser? Let's uh, let's get into Langston, it. Let's you first. How do you want me to go first? Okay, let me tell y'all something about Spider Man. My history, and my history with Spider Man. So when I was growing up, again, like I got into comic books, and like my mom was down with it. She was like, "Cool, you like comic books? That's awesome." And Spider Man was the first person I saw. I mean, everyone. You like it's the costume, the swinging, like you know, yeah, it's it, fun. It, everything it's about like the that. most fun superhero. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the way yeah. he the way he gets around is the most dangerous and fun way to get around. <laughs> yeah. Like just rough, but like when you but when you see that that aspect of the way he travels, the way the suit is the great power, like everything about him. But the one number one thing that was cool about him was that he was street level. And he was street level in a different way because he's not street level like Daredevil is a street level hero that has like some powers. But for the most part, he's a guy. He's still funny. He has like the senses and whatnot. And he's not like Luke Cage who has superpowers, is on the ground level, but only stays like in Harlem. I'm, he's mm-hmm. Harlem's defender. This is a dude that has a lot of powers, like maybe the best power set that you could have as a superhero and live a normal life if you wanted to like just be rich and like yeah. no one knows that you're a superhero. Right. But he's a superhero that's doing the street level stuff but at any point in time is dealing with like 
world ending level stuff. Yeah. And he slash and other heroes go like, man, what a great day, right? He has to go back home to Queens <laughs> to his aunt. And yeah. it's like, and it's like, how was your day? And he can't say like, oh, a giant dude. Uh, in a Beat rhino suit, in a rhino suit, punched me for about forty-five minutes. I made a lot of jokes, and then I webbed him up. And now I have, should go to the hospital. I'm just gonna go upstairs and sleep. <laughs> and hopefully, these broken ribs, like no one notices. Yeah. So, like, and the fact that he was wearing the mask and could be anybody under the mask, you imagined as a kid, I could be Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, so this movie is a love letter to just the idea of what Spider-Man was, mm. and not just that, but the idea of what Spider-Man meant to kids of color that knew they were growing up in the city, that knew that, that, that Spider-Man could just be them under the mask. Yeah. And the idea that you have the lead is this multiracial, bilingual, yeah. just regular kid, a kid that you can imagine bumping into on the train. And the relatability of Miles and his story and his culture being central, surrounded by white protagonists mm -hmm. that are mm -hmm. all his, any one of those other characters could lead their own movie. But it's, it is... That story, but it is his story and how he's seeing it. And I thought that was super important for not only us to see, but for the others to see. And it's mm -hmm. like, see, you being a supporting character, you can still have your Spider-Man. You can still have Spider-Gwen. You can still have Sp you can still have all this cool stuff. But sometimes you will not be the focus. Mm -hmm. And just because you're not the focus doesn't mean it's other it others you or anything like that. It's like, yeah, the majority of the songs in the movie, the music in the movie, hip-hop. That 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 sound yeah, hip hop yeah, and like the soundtrack it's amazing soundtracks oh man he's singing almost, Post Malone my man throughout yeah. the whole movie <laughs> soundtrack is almost as black as the Black Panther soundtrack it's it, incredible yeah. it's incredible so just that and the fact that that culture the culture is central to it but it's not like look at this it's like this culture fits in with this other culture and we're all hanging out and at no point is anyone going like who's this black kid it's like oh yeah. you're Miles yeah you're yeah. Miles and so this movie. I can talk forever. This movie's perfect. Yeah. It's, it's almost perfect. I gotta see it again, but it's almost I'm perfect. I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go next. Go. I'm gonna go next. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Um, uh, so 100%. Like, as a black dude who grew up, like, loving comics, like, you know what I'm saying? I never I never had another person to talk to about comics until I met James. You know what, hmm. what I'm saying? And I'd be real about it. And that's telling you, what, five years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just and we just started ago. talking about it, like, two years ago. Mm -hmm. And you just so, found a second one. <laughs> yeah, just, but yeah, which is crazy. Because to me, I remember sending out the to John and James, like, when the poster first came out, I was like, yo, this nigga's wearing Jordans. Like, and I know it sounds so dumb, but like he's wearing Jordans, yo. Black and red Jordan once. He's wearing Jordans. When we got a new logo made, I literally asked to make sure that my logo is wearing Jordans. So to see this dude who like, yeah, man, he looks black. Like with a movie, Ole Miss, he's talking to his mom in Spanish. He's walking down the street and he's like tagging shit. It's like to live in a year where we saw um, Eric Killmonger, played by Michael B. Jordan, talk about a lot of things that African-American men do. Like the first shot of Michael B. Jordan, which was so cool, and Black Panther was like, he was wearing like some sweats, like a jean jacket, you know what I'm saying? Shit that we physically wear. Mm -hmm. So to see Miles, yo, to be a young black kid who like is not fitting in, you know what I'm saying? Like when he's walking down the street and the girl goes, I miss you. He's like, yeah, I miss you. You miss me. Like he doesn't get it. And I remember being that kid it's so who sweet. was in the hood who like when people would say nice shit, I was like, wait, what? And I went to like a school, a, a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. So like, I wasn't this rich. Like, not saying they were rich, but I wasn't them. You know what I mean? So you're like stuck in this weird world. And my man was just trying to figure it out. And like, you're dealing with this thing where you get to see straight up. It sounds so dumb. Like, Killmonger wasn't a superhero. You know what I'm saying? T'Challa, for yeah. instance, for mm -hmm. everything he is, he is royalty. You know, but this was just a black kid from a, literally from around the way. Mm -hmm. They show him just go around the way. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He 
he went around the way. <laughs> they just show they just literally show him just walking the streets. You know what I mean? And it's like it's a black kid around the way who is legit, like you said, is dealing with street level stuff, but at the end of the day, it's saving the world. Not just saving New York, but he's saving the world. And he's doing the thing that all the other white superheroes can't do. You know what I'm saying? He's he's fighting the bad guy that killed the perfect Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? The Chris Pine Spider-Man. He's mm. doing what that guy couldn't do. So much so that Skipping Head Kingpin goes, oh, the real Spider-Man can't beat me, couldn't beat me. We think you can. And like he was confident. My man yeah. stood up. And it's to see, a, yo. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's, like, it's hard for me to talk about because it's like, yo, it's, I love comics, bro. But as growing up, I remember I remember realizing very early on, I could not be a superhero. I couldn't be the ones mm-hmm. I liked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Falcon is a sidekick. I give him no fuck no one mm-hmm. says. Like, no offense to him, he's a sidekick. Uh, uh, War Machine is a sidekick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? T'Challa technically was around, but T'Challa didn't get popular. T- if you want to be real, he didn't get popular until the last six years. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that and that's real. Like, we didn't talk about him. He didn't have the door on Malaje. Like, it wasn't there. You the priest run was what brought it him was, up from Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it's like, cool, he came back. But the people we saw were like Batman, Superman, Spider Man, things that, like, visually speaking, we could not be able to play mm-hmm. as performers. Like, Batman, he is rich in a history of the old days when things were wealthy. And black people weren't allowed to be wealthy back in a certain time period. So to have a black family, be that rich in you know Gotham, it's clear who the Batman is because right. it's the one black rich dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Man is like I mean, black, I mean Superman is like oh I see this motherfucker's face. You know what I'm saying? Fucking uh, was it John Stewart? Lily didn't wear a mask because he was like fuck it. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like who he, who he fooling? You know? But Spider Man was a dude ha. who could have been black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider Man could have been black, but we didn't get Miles until 2011. And that was only because of the 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 uh, Donald, Donald Glover, Glover thing. Yeah, yep. that's the only. Technically, we had um, was it Spider Man twenty nine? Who I get? You know what I'm saying? Latino. God bless you. Know what I'm saying? But it proved that he could be anybody. But we didn't get this nigga until twenty eleven. And even watching this movie, he's not in the flesh. And even then, yeah. when he debated in the Ultimate Universe, Ultimate, and, he was and, in the Ultimate. He was an alternate. He's an 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 alternate Spider Man in an alternate universe. Right. Which is crazy. That was the caveat. So you have to have. You want Spider Man to be black? Okay, it's in an alternate universe, and Peter Parker's still there. Yes, <laughs> Peter Parker is still there. So you can't and even, Peter Parker is there. So you got Spider Man. Yeah. Remember that Spider Man. You get Spider Man, not man. That's yeah. and it's so interesting to see. Like we finally got to a point of seeing this black superstar. I'm gonna be done, but it's just like, God damn it, yo! It's like 2018, and we never see the regular dude mm-hmm. be the hero. Like even even when we talk about regular movies outside of superhero movies, we never see the average black dude just do some shit. Right. That's not about him being black. Because the average black dude is different than the average white dude. It is it's different. Yeah, it's yeah. My, like I can't do certain things. Like if Miles in this movie was to run down Yo, I bring it up all the time. <laughs> in New York City, if I see a bunch of white kids running in the subway, I don't think twice. I'm like, oh man, where the fuck mm-hmm. are these kids going? But if I see a bunch of black kids or a bunch of brown kids running, I'm like, oh shit. Literally you see everyone look around like what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. And it's just kids. It's, I don't know, man. I I love this movie to such an extent. I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. I literally I teared up in this movie All so right. much so mm-hmm. so much so, John. Okay, that the guy <laughs> next to me started sharing. He was like, "Yeah, you want some popcorn?" I was like, "Yeah, bro, thanks, man." Because I was no like, way. "You cried I, I so got, much that someone because, gave you their because, popcorn." Because let me tell you the thing <laughs> about it. So wild. That is strange. That's a lot. Say it out loud. I mean, it is wild. <laughs> it is wild. Maybe I was being wrong. But the thing is, like, yo, my man was singing to get off the walls. He had to sing some hip hop shit, bro. I can't. All I right. can't. So, I I uh, I saw this movie with uh, Mamadou and Yadoye. Oh, I'm jealous. Oh, I was that. <laughs> I'm uh, jealous. And uh, and I, I also saw it. I also saw it the night before uh, I got married. Mm. Uh, and they were both. And I told them, and they were like, "What are you doing? Like, 
this is ridiculous that you are this is like they're like this is your bachelor party like this is your bachelor party and then at, at, at after the movie was over they were like yeah this is a good bachelor this was a great bachelor <laughs> <laughs> um awesome. uh it's so crazy. I'll be honest, man. I'm going to be honest. When I first saw the trailer to this movie, I remember Jirai was like super pumped and I was like, I, I didn't think it was going to be good. Mm-mm. I really did. I, 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 I looked that. at I it. That. I was like, I was like, cool. But like, I was like, great. So like, there's a black Spider-Man. Like, they wouldn't put Donald Glover in it. Like, they're they're rebooting it like yeah. with the white with the white Spider-Man who's going to be a part of like the Avengers universe. And like, we get like a cartoon I it really like was just like grab. whatever, like cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like yeah, we get a little animated movie uh, that'll be released, be released during Christmas, and like nobody will see it, and nobody will talk about it except for like people who go. And I and I and I remember like seeing and, I, and even the animation at first because when you first see it, I, at least when I first saw it in the trailer, it just looked base. I was just like, what is like what is this? Mm. Um, so I wasn't. I I was like. I wasn't even that excited to see it until like some of the reviews started coming out and I and like didn't read any of them, but I just heard like people were like, no, like this is really good. And then some people were like, this might be the best animated movie of the year. And I was like, oh no, is this one of those things where because there's a black lead, yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. people are like, <laughs> I get like talking up uh, how good it is. And then you see it and you're like, we have to come out being like, no, yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> In yeah. that voice. Yeah. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, The Darkest Minds was a really good movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's real. That's Darkest real. Minds. That's the fear. It's like, can we talk bad about this black no, girl? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, Except for Tyler Perry. Uh, <laughs> and Man. then, but oh my Boom. God. I mean, this movie was so good. <laughs> it was so good that I, like, literally during it, we kept, like, like, I was, first of all, I was laughing for real. I, it is so hard for me to laugh, like a genuine laughter in movies. Like we see so many comedies and I, and I, anytime I see a comedy, like it's, it's rare. We like talk about it sometimes. We're like, oh yeah, there were three times where I like genuinely laughed and I was laughing so much in this movie. They, uh, I mean, the writing is just it's so good. I'm telling yeah. you this, bo- I, this dude, Phil Lord and like, they, I can't believe it. Like they're on the, another level like, because they're able to. They're able to like do this meta, like all this stuff, and then still make you care about the story that's happening. Cause sometimes people try to do the meta stuff. Like I saw Teen Titans Go, and that was like fun, but there was a certain point when I was watching Teen Titans Go, I was just like, oh God, like I get it. You're you're self-aware. Like Beast Boy in that movie is problematic for me. That movie yes. <laughs> Yo, let's go, yo. And I'm like, I was on a plane, so I couldn't leave. Uh, <laughs> I, was on a, I was like, "Oh my!" No, God. you're absolutely right. Yeah. That movie. That anyway. Mm. And, and it, but this, I mean, I cared so much about the character. Like they balanced. They it was like perfect balance of um, the culture of Miles. Mm-hmm. You also like the fact that he was biracial. Like he was black, but he was yeah. also Latina, and uh, he was like speaking Spanish. His mom was speaking Spanish to him, um, and then you had. Uh, like the meta-ness of like Spider-Man like the fact that like we've seen like this is another Spider-Man movie yeah. like alright here we go again mm-hmm. like they, that mm-hmm. that, mon- that that like kind of motif that kept occurring and then you had um, the just like the genuine kind of like the actual like core of the Spider-Man character of like being like the young this young person who has like is thrusted with like this great responsibility that he doesn't necessarily want and has to deal with and like all of it was so great. The voice acting was 
Oh my sure. god! It's too good. It was, it was so too good. good. Marshall Ali, man. Mah- no, but also, uh, 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 he's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, my man has been in so many movies right now. <laughs> yo. Brian Terrier. Yo, Brian has been in, and also like him as a loving dad. <sighs> the, okay, and then I mean right. we'll get to that, but the scenes right. with the dad. Oh my are, gosh! And his, dad, and, and his dad's a cop, and his, and his dad is a cop, which is so great, and and it, and it and it kind of explores. I mean, like I not it. too much, but explores a little. And here's the thing. It perfectly, it was a perfect balance. And I want to hear a little bit more about your experience with the kids, like you were already saying. But like, I, there are a couple of kids in my in my uh, theater too. And I was like, this movie is great for kids and great for adults at the same time. And that's so hard to do. And they've done that before mm-hmm. with the Lego movie, right? But like, it the, to, to hit that balance, I think it's so hard. And I honestly... I think it's the best Spider-Man movie. Like I think it's like I think it's so and it, and it, and it's weird because it's it's a cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and like we've seen like when you first saw the first Spider-Man movie, like to see like a a person like swinging from and you're like, oh my god, this is insane. But they achieved the same kind of like. It was cool. Oh my dude. god! And they made it funny. Ugh, this movie's so good. I was afraid. I was like, I I liked it so much, and I w- tried to not hype it up to you too because <laughs> I saw and I was like, they're gonna love this. They're gonna love it. And then I was like, no, don't hype it up too much. I can't let have them not like this movie. Yeah. Anyway, I oh, actually, scared. we don't know what James. Yeah, James, thinks. James yeah, what do you think? Oh yeah, what do you think? Man, fuck this movie. Yo. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> like, yo, if that was real. I'd have walked out. I would have did it. Yo, okay, so, I wouldn't have reviewed so, it. If he said Jake Johnson's the only Peter Parker, <laughs> the, only, I know the only person I liked, <laughs> I'd have walked out of this movie right. Now. I'd have walked out of this. Yeah, Schreiber. He would have gone see the movie again. Got oh, out, walked I, out because he just, liked. If you just said fuck this movie, I promise I'd have walked out of here. Like not even. So I've seen the movie twice in in two days. Um. Uh, but that's just for for a variety of reasons. But I saw it twice and 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 have loved it. It was great both times. Um, yes to everything everybody has said. So I'm trying to figure out what do I even need to say right now because we're just doing initial thoughts, right? But for me, my my like I just started reading comics this year. I I I watched all of like watched the cartoons and I watched movies and stuff up until this year. And then this year I've been reading them. So I read I read the origin of of Miles before going into this. And I loved just having that idea of what that was and then seeing how what this adaptation was. I really loved that. When I was reading the when I was reading the comic, I kept thinking, <laughs> and obviously, Spider like we like, like we said already, Spider Man is is perpetually either a child or in his early twenties, right? Reading the comic, it's, he's so young. He's yeah. like thirteen. <laughs> like that's like a baby. Oh, wait, he's he, even younger than he's, he's oh, in yeah. the movie. He's, he's like a, fifteen. Yeah, he's a baby. Yeah, and now he's like super super young. Yeah. And, and and he's but he's doing all this stuff that we're talking about and i remember just sort of feeling like that like just like sort of that connection so i like this idea of like of like it being introduced to him a little bit older um i love his relationship with his family the scenes with his dad are like are like super touching they were even more touching the on the on the second watch than were the first time um and and i i i remember feeling like we've we've already kind of touched on it a little bit. I remember feeling like, man, like why these other Spider Men gotta be in? Why can't it just be Spider Man, like just Spider Man by himself? But then I'm thinking about the first, the second issue of Spider Man. We see him with the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and it's literally just like a, you know, just so you know, he can stand up with, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it felt like a nice rite of passage kind of uh yeah. kind of deal so like i i mean the 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 movie's great the animation is 
is so is cool. unreal. It's Phenomenal. absurd. It's, it's defined. It's so nonsensical. Cool. What it's, were they doing? <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I will say this. Game changing. Yes. Yes, yes yeah. it was. It was so cool looking. Awesome. I, I mean, saw it in I saw it in 2D. Uh, then I saw it in 3D. Oh, 3D. Yeah. Oh, I was oh, in 3D. I've only seen it in 3D. Amazing. I've only seen it in 3D. I don't ever want to watch the movie not in 3D. It's uh, amazing. I, 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 there was a part of me that was like, oh man, I, I'm when, just going to go see when it. Panels, I when go back panels to come up, when panels come yeah. up in the movie, and like when oh, stuff happens, so cool. like when he's when he's moving through the school, he's like, everybody knows the depth of life. Oh, yes. Yes. I got to see it. It feels like he's moving through. We haven't seen it yet. Oh. Gerard, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I we haven't seen, seen the movie yet. There were certain points. There was like it was certain points where like yeah, he's clearly in the foreground and things are blurred in the background. Like, oh, when his his thought bubbles pass behind him. When oh, you see that in 3D. Cool. I gotta cool. see it in yeah. 3D. Oh, like but the, la- but the, la- the last thing that I want to say mm-hmm. is just is just like uh, like I found myself because Gerard was talking about how I was teared up in the movie. I found myself deeply affected by the overall message of yes. it can be anyone can be underneath anyone. the mask. Really, I mean, like, really, like, 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 there was no miles when, no, when we were real. coming out. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. But and and it really did feel like, oh, we can't be that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just hard seeing this was great because I think, like, like for instance, uh, um, uh, the last Star Wars movie, last uh, the last Jedi, mm-hmm. like that. I feel like that movie also had try to have like one of those like you know like it, it could be anybody like anybody could be a jedi kind of thing yeah and it, it was so it was like a hotly debated thing but like it didn't it was one of those things where like for me like logically i got it i didn't like actually feel it when i was yeah. watching the movie but logically i got it and like on a philosophical level i was like yeah this is cool like the last jedi but not really because anybody can be a jet like it doesn't there doesn't need to be a lineage or yeah. whatever that kind of thing but i think jedis have also been like like spider-man is so galvanized as being this white dude, right? Yeah, yeah. In this story, like right. people have cosplayed as Jedi. People have done fan fiction. Is everyone's everyone's looked like a Jedi? That's yeah. true right? because of the prequels too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like seeing a black person in Spider Man costume, even to me, is still jarring. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's like oh, right. Because right? even yeah. if you go to Comic Con or something, it's like you see somebody in a costume, it's like yeah, but you can't be Spider Man. You wouldn't be right. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. the Jet, because Jedi's are like. Uh, aliens, whatever. So right, like, it will be yeah, a black like, one. like there's mm-hmm. a there's a whole league of Jedi. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you get yeah, one yeah. spot, and the thing is, man, this movie comes down to like this where black they, kid. Where do they live? In Queens, baby. They, oh, I mean, it's, it's, they, they live in no, Brooklyn. They live in Brooklyn. Yeah, they live in Brooklyn. Nice part of Brooklyn. Yeah. He's from Brooklyn, which is cool. I like that. Yeah, and they get like, the Peter same Parker's the from world. Queens, and he's from Brooklyn. He gets the same the world. Yo, what's up, folks? We got. An ad. Oh, I'm I'm excited about this. Oh man, listen, I I know I talk about this all the time, but I love our sponsor, Everlane. Yes, Everlane. Yeah, man, listen, y'all, it's almost the holiday season. If you're trying to get some gear for your loved one, maybe it's for yourself, maybe it's for your boo, maybe it's for your kids. Yes, Everlane has some great pieces that anybody would love. Yes, and you know what? With Everlane, you never overpay for quality clothes. Oh, what? I ain't trying to overpay for nothing. Exactly. I mean, they got everything. I'm telling you, they got cashmere crews, 100% human box tees. They got silk short sleeve square shirts for the late days. Yeah. And the high, high race skinny, skinny jeans. You well, know? well you, you know, you, I see Bray coming in here all the time. Oh, he got, his he got his skinny he got jeans. Skinnies. He got his skinny jeans. He got his jacket. Guess what I'm wearing right now? What you wearing right now? I'm actually wearing my gray uh, Everlane. It looks button-up. great on you. It it's looks super great warm. on you. Super warm because it's cold here in New York. It is cold right mm-hmm. now. Is. Hey, y'all, now if you're trying to get on this Everlane train, 
right now you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash Hollywood. Uh-huh. So you'll see some of the stuff that John and I got. You know, James about to get his order in. So you said everlane.com slash Hollywood? I said everlane.com slash Hollywood, brother. Everlane.com slash Hollywood. Cool, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So that way, you know, they can see the styles that we like, maybe see some things that they want to cop. Yep. And the thing is, you know, if they really want to do it, all they got to do is go to everlane.com slash Hollywood for Everlane's timeless essential pieces. No frills, just quality, baby. So yeah, let's start. Let's let let's let's dig into it. We uh ah yo, <laughs> you know, you think it's a I black mean, kid. I mean, the coolest part about this movie is that it starts with him. What's the song that he's singing? He's he's singing. Yeah, Post Malone Sunflower. has a song for Spider Man. Sunflower. Sunflower. So mm-hmm. he's singing that. So I mean, dope song. Yeah. He's not saying he can't, but he doesn't know all the words. He doesn't yeah. know the words. So he doesn't know the words. <laughs> and he's doing the thing. Which is so real. The first. That's what you do. If you didn't tell me the title of this movie and you just showed me like the first thirty minutes, I would think it was just about a kid who lives in Brooklyn and him changing schools. Right. That's. There's no. There's no hint of Spider Man because they give you such a great baseline for yeah. who this car- kid Wait. is so that when they start adding in all the spider stuff you're like you kind of I kind of felt bad I was like nah nah his life is he has stuff to well, do what, his they, what, they, what they did what they did was which I found they started with the Peter Parker they started with Peter they started right, with right. The, 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 the this world's Peter Parker which I thought was interesting because I feel like this was the equivalent of we, we watch like those mm. black comedies and we're like why is it always like the black kid like the, the comedian when they're younger and like mm-hmm. doing something and to me seeing that Spider-Man it kind of gave people like a familiar, it made it familiar and like okay to get into the spider world yeah. to like get rid of him and then just focus on this black kid. Mm-hmm. I yeah. liked it. I liked it a lot. It was like, it was like, let's set up like the thing that's happening with the actual Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm Peter Parker. You know the deal. Blah, 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 blah. I did this. I did this. They they do a little snipe, like a comment on Spider-Man 3 with the dancing. You know, dancing. Yeah. Brilliant. Which is hilarious. Uh, I almost stood up in the so theater. I was, was like, geniuses. Thank you. So, <laughs> so, so that Spider-Man in his world is Sam Raimi Spider-Man, right? No. he's, he's it was all- I think in that universe, he is, again, like in my mind, he's like the commercial. He is. He's the... The he, perfect Spider-Man. He's the idea because he has like a cave. He has an album. Like he has a spider. He has all the things that Spider-Man is. All the wacky things that have happened yeah. to Spider-Man over the years. Uh, have ha- it's almost like everything. everything that's happened to Spider-Man has happened to that Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. That is Spider. The idea that you have a Spider-Man. You think in your head, great power, great prons- uh, responsibility. Right. That's that's him. that. So they can go like see this one, and that sets up Peter Parker's the other Peter Parker, the B storyline of yeah. like he was perfect, and we always think about Spider-Man as like oh he's kind of fun, right? But yeah. it's like. We still look like a dude in a costume where yeah. he gets beat up, like for it, like his job. All the flashbacks were all Sam Raimi movies. Like when, he, like in the first one, he's like, you know, Spider Man Save the City. Like it was the yeah, it was a lot of. But those. I think it the show idea bets, is show, like, yeah. is uh, like this is who I had a pretty cool theme song, so we still like the sixties. Oh yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like what will you most? What will you most gotcha. identify? I think the okay, idea, gotcha. like but they hit, saying. they hit all the things that you would think of when you even the Christmas album, which I don't think exists. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. I'm like. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. If it doesn't, it does. someone has one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then we get to Mal. Yo. yo. And then, yeah. And Mal then we get to him. And he's song, like singing dude. the song. And he's like, wake up. It's like, a, it feels like such a normal mm-hmm. home. Uh, I mean, uh, but unique to his culture home. And right? he's speaking yeah. Spanish to his mom. Speaking Spanish to his mom. Not subtitled. No subtitle. And they didn't want to subtitle because they were saying they didn't want it because it's just a part of him. It's not a thing they want to go like, we have to let you in to know what they're saying. It's like, no, that's just how they talk. Yeah, and right. if you don't know, then th- then that's on you. But the, <laughs> yeah, laugh, yeah. but the laughs that I heard in the, in because I saw it in the Bronx, right. and so the laughs that I heard from multilingual families, they that's knew. a joke that they'll get. I don't even need to get. And I was like, you know what? I don't even want it because that's great right. that it's just yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. That they realize yeah. that it's, 
just like yeah. when you watch nerd when you watch like nerd movies there are some jokes that the nerds get that like the general yeah. populace mm-hmm. doesn't either yeah. we get to have you know what i mean like, that's falcon's yeah, that's yeah. kind of falcon's responsibility yeah. cuz he spoke it was so interesting <laughs> yeah. cuz he was doing both at the same time he would talk to his mom in spanish but then talk to his dad in english like like literally like that no i don't want to ride he would talk to his mom that no i'm good i take the <laughs> and and they were the epitome of like the mom and dad in both cultures yes yeah. like black dad and like latino mom like loving him just want to let does want him to go to school kissing him loving him be like you okay and his dad being like i'm going to embarrass you yeah, dude. I'm a, I'm a, that listen, dad you embarrassing be... him was so fun to me. Cause you know what it was? I was like, yo, honestly, if I have kids, I just want to be that dad. Yep. I just want to like, yeah. I do. I'm sorry. I just want to be the dude who's like, son, you will be that son, dad. Son, do you love me, son? And don't let, <laughs> don't let me be rich and famous. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Trust me, I'm showing up to class <laughs> on a parade making float. a big scene. Oh my god, Gerard's here. Don't I'm a let me be rich niggas. and famous. And like, hey, hey. Hey, like how hey, he added, he added the ad with some kids saying, oh my God, it's Jer- Yo, oh my God, wait for it. Oh my God. I'm going to have these niggas on Skype. Hey man, I'm going to visit my son. People going to get hyped today on. Hey, my son won't say he loves me. Do you love me, son? I'm going to make it a big, and his dad made it a big deal, yo. It was so cool. That was cool. hilarious. It's sweet. It was so cool. Yeah, I got on the intercom with, with a cop. Uh... Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the Sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and -and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited-run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the Sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood the Sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's laist.com slash Hollywood the Sequel. Hey there, Forever Dog listeners. This is Rhea Butcher, a host of Three Swings, a podcast about baseball and other things available right here on this very network. For as long as I can remember, I have had a love-hate relationship with the game of baseball. More love than hate, but you know. It's a sport that brings me so much joy, and it's impossible to imagine my life without it. I have countless memories of watching the sport, playing the sport, swearing at the sport, watching the sport some more. But like everything else in America, being a fan of baseball is not that simple. There's also a lot that I dislike about baseball. The persistence of racist mascots, the fact that violent domestic abusers continue to thrive in the major leagues, the wall streeting of professional baseball, the list goes on and on. So I wanted to make a podcast where I could talk freely about both of these things what makes baseball great, and what makes it terrible. And in doing so, I usually find myself talking about more than just baseball. Race, gender, capitalism, mental health, stories from my life, stories from the road. 
And that's what Three Swings is all about. It's a baseball podcast about life. It's a life podcast about baseball. It's got something for diehard baseball fans, for new fans, and even for those of you who know absolutely nothing about the game, but are hearing this ad and saying, hey, that sounds interesting. It's for you too, my friend. We've got a bunch of back catalog episodes for you to browse through, and new episodes come out every Friday right here on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to also follow us on at 3 Pod on Twitter and Instagram for all the latest updates. And then, you know, going into school, seeing... Uh, what seeing- I also liked about this, by the way, it's so many subtle things. And this is this is the thing about great movies. When movies are great, they have... They- they're great in like the big moments, but they're yeah. great in the small moments oh, yeah. that I like, think a lot of people don't realize. When he does that joke of like he on the in, like on yeah. the cop like intercom like saying like do you love me say you love me say you love me and he finally like says it. The kids around him laugh, but it's not this big fake movie laughter mm-hmm. of everybody being like ah ha 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 ha. It's yeah. just like a little like <laughs> like it's like a little it's snicker. Cute. We get it, yeah. But it's like it, it was just so real. Like yeah. none, none of the like. Even though this movie has things that are not real. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a spider ham. This is a talking ham. pig. Spider ham's real. Okay? Spider ham. <laughs> whose, nostrils, whose nostrils do the same expression that his eyes are doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because his nose I can't. is a Spider-Man symbol. Just, I can't. I can't. I can't. Gorgeous. I can't. Just beautiful. He's a spider <laughs> pig from the Looney Tunes voice, universe. Voiced by Sam, uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. John Good. Lord, but, yeah. So there, there was things like that, like yeah. all throughout the movie, that I was just like, "Oh man, this is <laughs> this is done really well." There's so much attention to detail in the film. Uh, him trying to fit in. You, see, you catch the, in. the mirror, the mirror effect of the two scenes of him walking down the street and where he was from, and then when he walks in, he tries all the same colloquialisms, and then everyone's like, "No," and it's like, "Oh, that's what it felt like." It doesn't mm-hmm. work. That's what it felt because you said you work. went. Did you? You Yo, said you went I, to Catholic I, school. I went to a Catholic school, but the thing about my Catholic high school is my Catholic high school was super diverse. But even the black kids in my Catholic high mm-hmm. school were kids who were were probably middle class. So like for mm-hmm. instance, like those kids got cars when it was time, like when they turned sixteen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we still had kids who like came from Southeast. But I was a kid who came from Southeast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was a thing of yeah, you constantly trying to like be one of the be one of them, mm-hmm. and it may have worked for some of them. And like you would have a Gwen or like one person who would give you a little bit of like attention. You're like, I did it. Yeah. I got a friend in this job. And it's like, it was so cool to see him try and not be scared to try too. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't walking around super shy. Sure. Like he was trying, you know what I mean? And he just wasn't. And he didn't like it. And he said, yeah. he told us there, I did. he's like, I don't, he doesn't like the school that he's going mm-hmm. to. He, he wants it. Yeah. <laughs> but then that, yeah. that frustration of like, I know you don't like this school, but understand not everybody's getting the opportunity to go to this school. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. So, cause I went to public high school until high school and then I went to Catholic high school and that was the thing it was like yes you could go to public high school and have a nice time with all of your friends mm-hmm. however you can also go to this school and get a better education you mm-hmm. might be miserable for four years but on the back end you're gonna come out of it being like oh yeah maybe I should have gone more opportunities. I'm more of an opportunity and he won a lotto that's crazy like, I, won a, I won a lotto oh, that beat he's like I want he's, like, he's like I want he's like no you passed that and his dad's saying like no you passed that entrance exam like he's he and it's that shame, that shame of excellence, right? That imposter syndrome. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't belong here. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. he doesn't, not only does he think that he doesn't belong there 
doesn't belong there because you know he doesn't belong because you know he's from the you know the streets and there you know the school mm-hmm. he feels like he doesn't belong there because he feels like he was like gifted this and he's like but it, I didn't you feel I, weird but, about but it but his dad is like no don't bump that you earn don't let yourself go oh but I really got yeah picked. that's yeah. the system the system at place is mm-hmm. you know there's a lottery these are the spots. You mm-hmm. got the spot, yeah. <laughs> like because it's something weird. I feel like it's so few. Or it's like I feel like, and it's only because like we would go talk to like kids in school. It's like it's this weird thing of like you should be happy to get this thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, man, but you've earned it. Like it's not. There's a thing between being humble, but also think about like, yo, you have earned this thing. You have worked really hard. If someone looks at your track record, you weren't gifted this, right? He passed this test, but yet this black kid feels like he is still lesser than these other kids and i'm like some of these other kids their parents probably paid mm-hmm. for them to come into the school but you passed the test yeah. you know what i mean sure it was a raffle to get you to the test mm-hmm. but you passed the motherfucker and it's like we are conditioned to feel like we can't be proud and and not gloat but just like enjoy mm-hmm. like this again i went to a school and i bring it up all the time that there's a dude who told these black kids to just accept what's given. It's like, yo, sometimes you want to be a writer, I want to be a writer, it couldn't happen, you know? So like, you should just go with the punches. And I'm like, but I've also been to white schools and they would tell kids, shoot for the stars. Enjoy, like do it, enjoy it. Whatever you want, the world is your oyster. But you go to the hood, you go to the Bronx and these kids of color are taught to like, just make do. And what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Be practical. Be, yeah, get a, get a job, pay your bills, you know, don't, don't get your feelings hurt. And I'm like, what? what is what is this? Interesting. There, uh, the moment I knew I was gonna love, the moment I knew I was gonna love this film was, uh, and I think it's Gwen who says it uh, first. Uh, but she's like, "Your shoelaces are untied," and then she like walks away, and he's like, "I know, it's a choice." I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. When he said, "I know, it's a choice," I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing." <laughs> Honestly, dude, but it's so cool because again, this dude is wearing shorts. Like and it is. It it's is. a choice. choice. Yeah, man. It's like it, what a. Per- it was like to me. It was like such a perfect uh, example of how a, of a cultural difference yep. of like how one person is like, oh, you're making a mistake, and you're like, no, you just don't understand what I'm <laughs> mm, doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then that misconception gets folded in. It's like the nar- large exactly. narrative, and his yeah. shoelaces being untied is something that helps him. And it's yeah, I thought no waste I, in motion in this movie. The whole thing was great. Like Not him that. coming in, we get to see Gwen. You get to see the flirtation between him and Gwen. There was one thing that I find interesting because I've been reading about it, and like Amy was like, the sequel to this particular movie will focus more on that um, romantic relationship, which I guess was an in which was in the original script, but they took it out for whatever reasons. But I thought it was oh, something interesting. interesting to see. Technically, the first big, you know, Spider Gwen. Uh, or Ghost Spider. What's her name? Now? Ghost Spider. This one. This one. Spider. There's two. To see like Ghost Spider and then Miles, like the first Black Spider-Man, big popular one, kind of have a love interest as the two things that didn't exist ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, you didn't have like a real like Spider Woman, but she wasn't like the thing. She was an off brand, mm-hmm. and to have like a Black Spider-Man and to have them have a romance, I'm like, yeah, man, this is cool. And to yeah. have him date Gwen Stacy is a thing oh, for God. me as a as a very petty black nerd. <laughs> Loved so much because it was like, yeah, that you know Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy has the this famous? this royal the status famous. of like you know the one that got away. Not really got away. Spider Man did snap her neck back. It's kind of weird. It's, been, rom- it's been romanticized, but yeah, he still so messed up and he got her. He, he messed up. Um, <laughs> that's canon. That's come for me internet. It's fun. Um, yeah, I can't, I, yeah. I can't that wait. That happened for it. in the film, the, movie, the, the Amazing Spider Man Two, that starred. Um, Here we go, Andrew Garfield. No, Jonathan Braylock. Yep, he's wow. Starred. 
Yeah. Okay. Sorry, oh, you, you were the gears in the clock tower. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, it was cool I mean, to honestly, see that. It's, it's we gotta jump. So like, so we see that happen. We see him go hang out with his um his uncle Aaron, uh, Mahershala Ali, who was super cool. Yes. Uh, I mean, what a so great cool. character. So cool. Who Donald Glover gets to play in the actual oh, MCU. My. Um. So Donald Glover gets to play this character, and hopefully one day becomes Prowler in his own right, which is crazy. Like yeah, a hundred percent. Such 100%. a cool care, such a great relationship. Where you have these two brothers who we don't, well, we kind of know, but we don't. We it's not really told like why they don't like each other. Um, basically, and and but we know that Miles has a, like a, an affinity for mm. his uncle, and his dad keeps telling him like you know like I, I know you like hang out with him, but like like don't like basically like don't become like him. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he like went. He went, he took the wrong track, you know, he took the wrong way, the wrong path. And, but we see the, we see, and then, and then the brother's like, the uncle's like, yeah, I, your dad's a good guy, but like, he used to be, you know, with me. he used yeah. to hang with me. He used to, yeah. do, he used this, to tag yeah, with exactly. This relationship for me was heartbreaking to, to watch and, and sort of see unfold, mm-hmm. you know, like, like because he did love him so much or like him so much, you know, and the, and the, 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 the the fact that they are different on different sides of the tracks, but you don't b- because that's like not we don't know how it came right. to be. You know, it's like it's just hard. It's like it's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. What it is. And I it's, placed a lot of I placed a lot of like the social politics of today onto it because I was like, yeah, man. Like there was a part of me that was like, yeah, his like his brother's a a cop. Like I would also be like, mm-hmm. I mean, like before we know about him, yeah. but like yeah, yeah. we're just like, yeah, like. Like he sees the world a different way, like you know. And my brother-in-law is a, is a cop, and 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 it's hard. It's like there are certain things where it's we don't we don't really talk about because there's a certain kind of culture that exists within in um the blue brotherhood as it is. You know what I mean? That like it's 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 tough, and it, it, not to demonize police officers. It's just that we know that there are certain issues that come up that are like a little bit like and like they yeah. tend to lean a certain way you tend to protect the brotherhood you yeah. know I think was it the hate you give did it the best when like yeah, Amanda and commoner in the kitchen and he's describing like yo if a white dude like, <laughs> gra- like grabs a brush or something like would you shoot or would you say yeah. don't or, or would you say put your hand would you say put your hands up because basically the black dude you would shoot right but the white dude, she goes, would you shoot or would you like say mm-hmm. stop or something Freeze, like that? Yes, and he pauses and goes, I would do this. Basically, I would not shoot. And mm-hmm. she's like, because you see the black dude as a threat no matter yeah. what. Right. And so to have that, yeah. And this, yeah. But, but then and then also, though, you know, <laughs> there's this thing that happens in that scene, too, where it's like uh, Aaron's like, the, we know that Miles is not supposed to be like Uncle Aaron. And we know that Miles has work to right. do. But then the second Uncle Aaron sees the sees his tag, not that it's not a tag yet. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, but did you put that up yet?" Yeah, you were, you're like, and he teaches right. him. He teaches well, him he, about the hand, like have you done because he done? knows that he, uh, he knew knew that he was like mm-hmm. tag, right, right. I mean, it's, but it, it's that thing of like. It's that thing of like, um, you know, he does not do his homework. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, he doesn't true. do yeah, his yeah, homework yeah. when he's with him. Um, but then he also does. He expresses himself. In a way that he is unable to do with these other confidants. I was like the shoulder touch. When is he's that, like, oh, hey, hey, 
And they just do that run of just... That was hilarious. And it kept going yeah, at This one movie point. has so many bits. It made yeah. me so happy. There's so, so many, many things bits. that you can imagine. Like, if I saw this in a show, I'd be like, this is preposterous. Yeah. Y'all gotta move on. <laughs> but in this movie, it's like, everything has such an emotional weight to it. And there's a reason why it's... Ha- it's not a bit out of nowhere. Yeah. And it just shows, like, even the idea of, like, you know, it takes it takes a takes a village to raise a child, right? Such good writers. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Incredible. Can I tell you one thing that scared incredible. me? Incredible. There's one thing that terrified me in this movie. And I think it's solely because I'm a black dude. So we get so you know we get to the scene where like Uncle Aaron takes him to tacky is about a spider. He gets the spider pops, but the very love next the day, spider bite by the way. It's it the actual moment of the spider bite where it's like and then it bites him and then it's like like that whole like spider graphics that we've yeah. seen before mm-hmm. and then he's just like Poop. and he just pops it. <laughs> Pops it and walks away. He just kills it. So looks at it like, what is it? Oh, dumb spider. Yeah. <laughs> and walks away. And yet, which is such a great thing. I mean, spoiler alert, we're going to be doing a lot of spoilers, yeah, but it's like spoilers. the idea is that the image you always see of Peter Parker with that spider is what? Ah. Him? Like in terror, like, what? And like, yeah. this, this black kid is like, man, Fuck chill. This. He's in the, mind you, he's in the sewer. Yes. Right? He's like, my man, I already walked down a tra- down yeah. train track. This ain't new for me. In the dark with a flashlight with a dude with a black dad sitting to hang out with. But like, yeah, I, I like that whole bit. And I, one thing I love about that spider bite is it's the first taste you get of the visual language of the greater story. Yeah. Like when yeah. you see the spider, it does like that, which in any other movie, when you put like hip hop, like record scratches to any sound yeah. effect, I'm like, don't you do that. But in this movie, it was, so, I don't know why it's just cool, that thing was like, dude, that is like just that, that little bit of chaos, but it was still musical and it still right. fit within the grand yeah, tapestry yeah. of this movie. But seeing this little yeah. spider and it gets like, it goes like weird for a second. It, it's like visually it's saying like this is the thing that is going to take this world that you've seen that's pretty normal I mean it's mm-hmm. you know yeah. for us this is the thing that's this is the one little variable of chaos that's going to change yeah. everything and we sit with it we sit with the yeah. spider for a while too and mm-hmm. like crawls it, up him and like goes it under misses at one point yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. also really I nice. just like John's right I love the face he makes and he looks at it and it's just like <laughs> like yo cause it pops like out and he's just staring at it like and it just walks off <laughs> and then you see it on his back but the scene when he wakes up and like he's sticking his stuff, yo, I legit almost has heart heart attack. Like he's he 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 tries to do the shoulder thing to Gwen, but he sticks to Gwen. Oh, and I, bro, I don't know her hair. Yo, bruh, my I don't heart know what sunk. it is. It was like just seeing this Ugh. black kid. She's blonde, she's pretty, and like he's in this preppy school, and like he's sticking to her, and she's like, yo, just get off, get off. And he's like, I don't know what's happening. And it's and at one point they do one thing which I think is very interesting. Puberty. Is they show his hands and his hands are open, mm-hmm. so like yeah. clearly he's not grabbing. His hands are open, and like this scene goes on for some reason to me for like five minutes, and it's just like them like trying to get it done. And for some reason, all I saw, and I don't know what it is, all I saw was a blonde white girl scared, and this black dude being like, "I don't know what's happening. I'm not trying to hurt you." And everyone's watching it, and I just remember being like, "How does this end, dog?" And and I feel like (laughs) I want that scene over. I wanted it over, like, but I feel like it would it would have ended worse. Had it not been Gwen, right? Yes, if it wasn't like, had Gwen. Had it been someone else, that scene has a terrible yeah, ending. She wasn't like, you're trying to kill me. Yeah. You're trying to hurt you. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, cut to, like, just them and the nurses, and she just gets her hair cut off, and they're just mm-hmm. like, like, literally, like, nobody cares about the fact, like, why did this stick, stick <laughs> no, no, just question. to his hand? No question. But also, uh, because at this point, I mean, we find out later on, because she's looking at him sideways. When he, when this happens, right. and I think even at this point, like like you're just oh, saying, yeah, James, she like knew. Oh, she knew, yeah, you're a spider person, you're like, like me, you're oh. like me. I think she got it. Repetition, the repetition of stuff. You're mm-hmm. like me, like the leg. Yeah. like yeah, get like, up, spider. The oh, beauty on. of this movie mm-hmm. is that you took a black kid, a white dude, you're like me, a woman, a pig, a pig, <laughs> and a dude that's in black and white, and, and, said, and an Asian girl, yeah. and said, hey, we're all the same. They all like each other. You're like me. 
God damn it. It's like, it, like think about it. What do we say on this podcast? We were like, yo, the moment people realize that we're all so just good. freaking humans, this we will be fine. So it is. We'll be fine. And this movie just touches on that It actually nonstop. legitimately should win Best Animated. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I think so. Oh, yeah. I think that whole bit of him sticking to stuff, like just from a comedy perspective and just from a, a rhythm perspective of just the heightening of how bad could this get? Right. If yeah. your hand, well, how bad would it be if you had super glue stuck to your hands? Oh, well, pretty bad, but eventually, you know, you wash off. How bad would it be if your hands can stick to anything? You can't control it, but it's you can stick to anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's pulling off plaster. He's pulling off plaster. He's walking on the outside He's of the on building. The outside of the building. And this Hilarious. is the thing that you could do. <laughs> the reason why I feel people like people keep looking. Yeah, right. And for whatever reason, every pigeon is <laughs> right. The comedy, the comedy is like you think of like, oh, then a pigeon hits him. What if every pigeon hit him? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what if pigeons are like, we got to go to him? But I think it, again, it's this thing that I'm talking about best, like best anime in the future. The reason why I think animation is for me for comic book movies, always for me, the superior art form is because you can do rhythmically the things that if you were reading on a page, mm-hmm. you can have that happen in a brain because you're doing it frame yes. by frame, and you understand. You just got to add a lot more frames. But when I read that, I was like, I'm. I could see this on a combo. I could see exactly the page layout of what this would be well, like. Well, literally, like, they show it. Yeah, to they us. do. Yeah, in yeah. certain moments, and I think this is one of the moments where he first start, where he's just like, he's like, oh, what am I doing? What am I, wait, why? Why are my thoughts so loud? Like, yes. Oh, yes. like in the word bubbles, I, he's like, no, 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 and it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. can they hear me? Can they hear? Me? What? Why are they so Everyone loud? Knows. All, this, all the Spider Man isms start coming in. Yeah. Like that's yeah. why he does narrate, and he starts to, he, narrate. he starts to, he starts to it's like a but meta him, thing. But him commenting on the narration right. is uh, that I loved that. It's a. It's incredible in this day and age to hit a like to do a meta joke and it feel fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, there was a part of I, I literally was watching. I was like, how have I never seen this before? Yeah. Yeah. We, like people do meta jokes all the time. In fact, it's like it, 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 to the point where it's I hate them. Now it's a thing because yeah. it's like so. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I honestly, <laughs> this last time I trashed Teen Titans Go. But there was a part of me <laughs> no, watching that movie. Teen Titans Go. No, there was a part of me watching that movie where I was like. I was like, yeah, you're doing all these meta jokes and you're like, haha, dumb. This is dumb. Like movie, like all these superhero movies are dumb. And I was like, meanwhile, this is a DC. Like you're, you are the, you're making fun of yourself. Screw you. Mm -hmm. I think about that sometimes when John Oliver on uh, last week tonight makes fun of Time Warner and like HBO or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like I know we're supposed to think like, ooh, what a cool dude. He's Mm -hmm. like making fun of the man. I'm like, (laughs) but he's not. He's working for the company. This is like, approved. It's not. They don't <laughs> they care. This. Why would they yeah. care? Yeah. Yeah, they it's like, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. Yeah. watching that you're like is laughing along is paying us yep. money to do the yep. thing. Like, it's not. You're not actually making fun of anything at all. No. <laughs> so, the, like you said, the, meta, the fact this meta joke is not only freshens me, but it's it's true to the the, the language you've yes. already set up, yeah. and it's necessary to show what this movie's saying about Spider-Man in general. Right. And it adds to the emotional journey that this character is actually going through Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, we get it. Like Deadpool, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not to pat myself on the back, but (laughs) as he scratches his back. It is one of the first things he says to himself in the comic when he right. when he oh, first yeah. tur- he says why, why, I, am I, why, why my thoughts so loud? loud why can I why can I hear myself he uh. like he talks to himself and then questions why he's doing it in a way that's like really exactly what you're saying like really nice like yeah. we know that that's what Spider-Man does he doesn't know that that's right. what Spider-Man does Some yeah. he's now questioning Some that. Theorized. I do love that like he goes back tracks down the spider or whatever and this is how we get the introduction to the to 
Spider-Man, right? Right. Because he's looking, and also what I thought was so cool is that he's looking at the comics in his mm-hmm. room. It's the same thing. And everything he's going <laughs> through awesome. is Spider-Man. Love, love, love that. And love he's it. like now trying to look like what? What? Why am I saying that? But then we see the Spider-Man. We see this fight. Also, I did forget for a brief point that his Spider-Man dies. Yeah, yeah. I did forget oh, that. That was. It's I rough. didn't know it. I didn't I know did it at forget. all. I didn't know anything about this movie going in. That was shocking to me. We get to certain points, but I think. This movie might have changed some couple of things about his origin story. Right? He's, yeah, oh, Miles, he's, yeah. He's young, it's a younger oh, yeah, Peter yeah, yeah. Parker that dies. That's one. Yeah. A few others. Something with his mom. We get to his mom, his mom versus his uncle lady. I'm pretty sure one of them, like, I don't think the Prowler died, did he? In the comics. No, 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 no. no, no. The no. mom died. Yeah, I, yeah. It, the Prowler is in, is in the comics. They kind of mess around with some stuff because, again, since it's Sony, they can, they're mixing and matching a bunch of different uh, right. things from different things. Because, again, it's to, like again if you want to bring in the spider verse again spider verse is a, the event right now yeah, yeah. spider verse it's like spider-man from all across everything so it's and them using the spider verse thing i think you have to kind of pull in some things from yeah. just that ip that yeah. spider verse ip because again again like i same issue i always had with robin like batman trains this kid he's an acrobat he's a gymnast that's awesome he now knows how to fight crime He's still a 13-year-old kid. And if a 13-year-old kid in green tights jumped off of something at me, I'm going to go, well, that's, this is the story of you. Yeah. I have a Tommy gun? Like, no. <laughs> that's No, no, thank yeah. you. But, like, the cool thing about, about this character is that there's no point in this movie where being Spider-Man, any of them, does not seem like the most stressful thing yeah. 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 that yeah. could happen yeah. to you. And the worst that happens to him after you've already seen all the things he's dealing with in his life. Just all the other family yeah. stuff. It's like, oh, guess what? Now you're a Spider-Man in a world where he already knows Spider-Man exists, so he understands the concept of what it would not, be to be. Not the only new that, but you get to see a superhero and the old Spider-Man and the new Spider-Man. I think even Gwen at one point tells him, like, "Yo, yeah, you may not want to be Spider-Man, but once you get the powers, you kind of got to do something." Are, you are. You are. I think, the, fir- the, I like, think the first Peter Spider-Man Parker says, says to him, "He's, he's like, he's, he's he says, he says, you're, you're like you're, me. You're like me. I don't, don't want to be." be. You, you don't, don't really, have, yeah. you don't have a choice. Oh, the acceptance of when he's like, like at first it was jarring to me how Peter Parker, when like, you know, of course, like after all this stuff has happened and another Peter Parker comes to his universe, I almost want, can I go, can we go, two things. One, people theorize that the voice in Spider-Man's head, like the thoughts are his spider sense. Oh, like that yeah. thing that like, and that language of look out when like his spider sense goes off for the first right. time and it's like, oh, that is what it is. Like some people theorize that the thoughts in Spider-Man's head, that loud voice mm-hmm. is just his external Got understanding it. of the universe. And also the death of that first Spider-Man. I didn't know it was Chris Pine. I, didn't, I looked up everyone yeah. after the thing. I didn't know it was Chris Pine either. And so, yeah, when the credits yeah. rolled, I was like, it, holy it's crap. Because you don't think about it. It's it's yeah, that's Chris Pine. Because yeah. everything's so well done that you're not thinking about whose voice is that. You're just so emotionally invested yeah. in mm-hmm. what's going on, visually invested. But that last moment of that Spider-Man dying is such, uh, it's heartbreaking. Because yeah. he knows, I'm, I'm done. And he's telling this kid who he concludes he is like, whoa. Yeah. And he's like, hey, team up. It's a team up. It's a team up. And he's it's like, it's going to be okay. I just need you to do this thing for me, right? Do it. And he says, go. I'll be fine. And I it's always just, get up. It's, I always get up. I'll be fine. I'll and it's still making jokes. The cop is not always a guy. Yeah. <laughs> he makes so, jokes the entire time. Right so up until Kingpin, who's. He's By the way, massive. The, the massiveness of Kingpin in this movie, massive. I loved it so, so much. That is a hearkening. It's a hearkening back. I forget the artist. I forget the run. It's a hearkening back to this animation that King used to look that yeah, big, right? It's a, he's always been that big. He's yeah. sometimes shown as just like being a really large man. Sometimes he's shown as being like a freakishly large dude. But this one, I forget the run, and it's gonna pain me to forget the artist who first drew me this. But drawing the Kingpin is what the Kingpin is. Is mm-hmm. this mass of unstoppable? 
ness just like right. that is the largest thing the largest most corrupt thing you've ever yeah. seen right. yeah i'm a criminal i don't give a fuck who and i he's heard big, he's fast and and what, about the re, what about the reimagining of of uh of green goblin was that something so green goblin in the, in the ultimate the, universe the ultimate, yeah, is he, norman osmond who's like a gargoyle creature yeah. and i think that is who peter parker that, fights and is and killed he's by, killed by green goblin not mm-hmm. kingpin so yeah. he's killed by that which then Miles Got ends it. up taking over because mm-hmm. this Which is my basically, thing. Which basically, I mean, like Kingpin kills him in the movie, but Green Goblin is the reason he, he didn't win. Yeah, like, yeah. Because the explosion happens and he gets stuck. So technically, both of them are messed up. Which is funny because at one point, the one thing I, I I remember very instantly is that how Kingpin kills the original Spider Man is that he just slams down on him, and he does it again. Ooh, he does it again. <laughs> and at one point, I thought it was like, oh, he got shot. I like clearly like he didn't get this hit off mm-hmm. like because that just that killed the twenty six year old yeah. Spider Man. I thought so yeah. too. I, oh, he got shot. That's why I didn't hit. But what you realize is that, and this is sorry to jump ahead, but like the same move he used to kill the Spider Man, mm-hmm. it's the same move he used on a fifteen year old kid because he's not sixteen yet. Fifteen because yeah. he's fifteen. Fifteen. He used it on a fifteen year old black kid, and so the black kid still stands up because his yeah. dad is like, "Get up, Spider Man!" Oh. Oh my God! It's the same yeah, move. We jumped right when to the other side. That part was awesome. When his dad says, "Get on Spider-Man," but it's only because only because we're talking about giant white man beating up small black kid. And his dad's like, "Get anyway." But that part was amazing. It was amazing, dude. I was like, "Oh, he clearly got shot." You can talk about any one part of this movie for like two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick, Jake Johnson. Johnson. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson was so funny. Yeah, I thought he was so great. So you remember you said the moment you knew you were going to love this movie. The moment that I fell in love with this movie is when he teaches Miles how to swing. And there's a there's a tone in his voice that is so that like I got you like is so uniquely Spider-Man like come on you getting it? Yeah, come on you're natural. It's great. He's just so good at being the best person even though this Spider-Man that we've met, Peter B. Parker, is still downtrodden. He's right. out of shape, which I love. He's still out I of shape. I love he's out of shape. He's out of shape. He, he just has a gut and everyone tells him that. It's just You're like, oh, it was a dis, like, you know, he came through yeah. the dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> this bloating? Yeah, yeah, I was way flat. I was I was like, why, why are you built differently? Yeah, like, I think you just called me fat. And he, got, <laughs> he got a divorce. He's a divorced man. Oh. Which makes sense because why would a Spider-Man who, who, the reason he wears a mask is because he's trying to protect people he loves. Mm-hmm. Why would he have a kid? Because yeah. the thing is, at the end of the day, is like the fear is I can't protect my family. Aunt mm-hmm. May is dead. Aunt May has been attacked. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I bring a kid into this world? Because why would they not go after my kid? Mm-hmm. And she's going to be like, well, no, thank you. I want to have a kid. <laughs> yeah. It makes so much. He has no money because he can't keep a job because he has to run out and save the day. You can't pay. You can't get paid for that shit. And that's the great thing. It's like the, the, the and which is interesting to me because the Spider-Man for us is Miles, right? Mm-hmm. But seeing that Spider-Man for everybody else and being like, yeah. But most of you comic book fans are in your 30s right now. Let's be honest. Spider-Man would be, it could be you. It could be you. Even you, 30-year-old person who right. just got yeah. divorced. Gut, it's you, gut, too. Who's bad, a, bad life decision. Yeah, yeah. feels like a piece of garbage. Doesn't, has to be guilted into helping a child yeah. with powers like you. You're like, ah. And I'm like, oh, even that. Even he has that moment of pure just goodness of showing this kid who's already in this horrible situation how to swing. He, he's a mentor for like a good couple of seconds already in the middle of this battle with my new favorite version of Dr. Octopus. Yeah, oh my oh goodness. My, oh my God, Liv? She's Liv. fantastic. Olivia. The new Liv. version Ooh. of Dr. Octopus. Yo. Oh, oh my villain. God. I forgot. I my forgot that she was a Liv. Wait, my enemies, enemies call me Doc. Hilarious. Amazing. reaction. Oh, Liv. Oh God, it's Liv. <laughs> yeah. and also, it's so funny because I thought that Doc Octopus was a woman in Gwen, 
in Spider Gwen's universe, well, she still might be. So mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting her to be a woman in this one. You so, get a glimpse. You see, like the, when you see the flashback when Gwen's like, "I got pulled away." When she gets pulled through, you see a Doc Ock yeah. clamp go, and it's the uh, more original, like square arms. So yeah. You imagine that her Doc Ock is probably like bowl cut. Yeah, weird shades. Doc I didn't expect because this also I love the 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 arms. It was so like fluid and like yeah, yeah. they were like a like almost like a not rubber. I guess like. Like two tubes, 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 which makes more sense because yeah. that would be condensed, and it like like at one point it closes the it door closes on it, yeah. and it's like oh that wouldn't work again if it's just like hollow with right. air in it. Yeah. It's just and her like her putting her hair up before she was dope. Oh my god, <laughs> the, the, the reveal of the reveal of her as Doc Ock was one of the coolest. Th- it yeah. was completely Terrifying. unexpected. Yeah, it was terrible because you because there was a part of me that was like this woman's pro- like the, I mean this this this. Doctor is evil. Like mm-hmm. they're 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 treating her like she's not like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like when she actually like reveal like also the reveal of the when they go into the cafeteria and there's all these other oh, great. there's oh, all great. these other like scientists yeah. and they're like he and they're like, like oh no, no, no it's, it's all good like we'll just pretend and then they're they're like Spider Man and they all whip they out all guns. guns. <laughs> And they're run- this I thought this was so funny. They're running I with the thing. That. He grabs a bagel. I love yes, yes, yes. And one scientist goes, "He's got a bagel." <laughs> he took that bagel. It's bits. It's that. It's, it's like in the, all bits. In the middle of this thing. What a great bit that they all have guns. Yeah. Of course, Alchemax. This is an evil ass company. Yeah. Alchemax. Yeah. Yes. Why wouldn't they all be packing? Oh, it's and like packing like it's briefcases and yes. things that are already hot. Clipboards, clipboards, just like gun. And he's trying to learn how to swing. And you're right. The swinging about this was so good because you get to see that hope and the positivity also alchemax i love the shout out which to me what i remember alchemax from and you let me know i'm right i remember from spider-man 2099 yeah, it is yeah because in spider-man 2099 the corporations that take over this is kingpin then, but then you get the after credits scene. yes and then it makes sense and after credits yeah. scene, i was oh, like yo yeah. am i tripping because it kept showing the name alchemax and i was like when i people i go you you are all too smart it's too smart so not to let that and when i saw the after credits again spoiler like, when the after credits scene had spider-man 2099 I, I, oscar isaac I, I, by the way what Oscar Isaac. Was, I googled it. Oscar I did, Isaac. I didn't Google it because I knew the surprise would. I'm like, when I see it, Oscar I need to, I need to be now around somebody else. It means else. so much, though. Excuse <laughs> right? me. I mean, Excuse me. What? And he's Miguel O'Hara. And he's Miguel. And he's oh, come on. Oscar now. Isaac. But it's like that. When I saw that last moment, I went, "You've won. <laughs> You've won Spider-Man movies." That bit. I was like, anyway, we didn't oh, do that. Bit. You're pointing at me. Bit. You're pointing. Oh, that I'm was. I'm pointing at me. Pointing at me. Now I'm thinking about all the dudes with guns, and I just I love bits. I love bits where some people are doing nothing, and then somebody, and suddenly everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah, like everybody's <laughs> eating, eating, food drops to the ground, guns. <laughs> <laughs> the most that was amazing. Also, one thing I read in a great uh, article on io9, sense that I love this, like the villains in this movie have no qualms about killing a child in a exactly. Halloween costume, and I'm like the danger of it. All the time, it was not yeah. like someone was gonna go. Oh, it's just a kid. It's like no, they kill the kid. Yo, these pe- these random civilians see a child. They keep Qu- saying kill yeah. the kid. Kill, kill the kid. kid. Yeah. In yeah. fact, so much so they they honor the uh, they honor the seriousness of that so much so that it becomes the one of the most pivotal scenes in the movie Jesus. where we after we, it's revealed that um it, uh, the uncle is Prowler terrifying in a, in a in a scene by the way which like I it was I knew uh, you guys already knew it was happening I didn't know. Um, but then when he comes into the thing, I was like, and he's like looking for his uncle and his uncle isn't there. I was like, oh my God, no. Yeah. And then like, and then like Prowler's there. And then there was like a, like a small moment when Prowler's like, the kid's not here. And I'm like, okay, it's not his uncle. It's not. His uncle. Cause like there was a part of me that immediately I was like, oh my God, it's his uncle. And then I was like, no, wait, it's not, it's not, it's not. 
And then it takes it out. I'm like, it is. It was like the sense of impending dread. Yeah. Uh, did com- that even compute for me? Because I just thought, like, if he's the prowler and he's this, like, he would have found out who Miles, like, who right. this kid was. And in my mind, like, oh, they're all evil and they're all very well connected. So he could have just found out and, like, been just checking leads. And right. it didn't even dawn on me, like, oh, be- maybe he went home because the kid, he would go to my house because I know that he's. He's me. I, he, yeah. I, I'm using that connection that I have to Miles yeah. to. You, and also Prowler, terrifying. Oh my god! Yeah. Kids, the kids in the, 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 kids, the kids in the theater. Every time he did something, I saw like actively because I was near the back. I was like in the back of the theater, so I can just see yes. what our audience's like movements are. Like those instinctual humans. Kids were all would instinctively just like go back, like go back in their yeah. seat because it's a just kid, like the, oh, the kid next to me literally said out loud. That was scary. Yeah. <laughs> because there's a sequence that is, yeah. it's a sequence it's when he's terrifying. chasing Miles with the claws that is, he's like, that was scary. It's terrifying. The, yeah, mute, yeah, yeah. the music that they play every time Prowler is there is, is, is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the, the art of it, it, it goes dark. He's always like in the cast in shadow. There's red around him, you know, yeah. and the animation, he moves in a way that you imagine something near superhuman would move. Yeah. Like you, every, you, everything you do to get, Oh, the way he runs his, his hands out, just uh, terrifying, terrifying. And, they, and 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 so this is why this is why that relationship was also so hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. And and but then coupled we'll with what you moment. just said about right. how he is a kid, right? A kid in a costume, but they're treating him like no, that is just my threat. He's in my way. I have to tear him down. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I got too deep with this because not only do the villains treat him like oh, we're gonna kill this kid. But once he meets all of the rest of the spider people at Ame's like, house, they damn. treat. But also, they berate him trying to see if this kid is up to snuff. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, love I, do, I love that scene. I love that scene. I love that scene too. But to me, it was something about whatever. I feel like as black people, you know what I'm saying? We always told you, you got to be better, you got to be smarter, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, in this moment, I'm looking at a pig, a person in black and white, a girl, and then I guess the main Spider-Man was out of it. But I'm looking at them testing this but a, little kid. But a white mm-hmm. Spider-Man, yeah. It was another white Spider-Man? No, I just like, yeah, yeah, but he wasn't, but he wasn't yelling at him now. True, true. He wasn't yelling at him, but to me, it was like, it was watching. Eventually, he does. Yeah. Yeah. It was watching, like, these people, like, make this little kid who, in every lineage of Spider-Man, like, they all say it was a great leap. They all had to figure it out. They're making this kid do it right now. He just he just got his Found powers. Out, yeah. They're making him do it yeah. right he now. He just got yeah. his powers. And, and they're like, uh, do he it. Is, he is not allowed. He is not. This black mm-hmm. kid is not allowed the amount of time it takes to do the montage wow. of like figuting out. Yeah. He has to do it That's right deep. now. I actually didn't even think about that. Because think about it, that, as a black kid, like you're never, you're never. No, the one thing about America right. is you're not treated as a kid. You're treated as an adult immediately. And yeah. this kid is like. Be a hero right now. And the interesting thing is the ones from it doesn't take part in it is the only one that whose circumstances are kind of the same. Yep. Like mm-hmm. the other the people that I mean, again, you talk about like you know, white women, all that's like all this like them beating them down. And the fact the third first thing that 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 I wrestled with in that moment, because it's so awful, because you you're supposed to like all these, they're funny, but now they're just being mean, mean. and not like letting up. In that moment, I also because again, it's not just them, it's also like the idea of Spider-Man, but it's just this thing of like Miles to a degree, doesn't fully understand how hard it's going to be. Yeah. And he's like, well, I, I'm ready. Teach me how to do stuff. And I love the idea of like, again, for a black kid, just again, when I think about allies of like someone going like, guess what? It's you have to be ready that much. If you're not ready right now to even get up from this, we're in trouble. Yeah. When they, yeah. they, and they tell him to get up. They say like, all right, man, just we did that to you. Up. What are you going to do now? Are you gonna get, gets up. He always gets up. up. And when he does it in that moment, they're disappointed in him because yeah. they they think the like even at one point 
when they're outside of his window when they that fucking awful scene where Peter gets the thing back and like webs him up. Like uh Noir says he's like poor like poor little guy. Like he just he's like I'm they want him to step up in that moment. Yeah. But he doesn't in the way that they think he should. But it's right. also a thing. It takes I think a different about, thing. Like, yeah, it's with awesome. people in media, like I think we talk about it all the time. It's like we deal with friends yeah. who like get shows and stuff. It's like you're given the benefit of the doubt that you can do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I mean, I've had I bring it up all the time. <laughs> like, I have a white friend who gets to direct, and like he didn't have to shadow nobody. He didn't have to do none of that shit because right. they're like, oh, you know what? You've done this. You can do this. Whereas like everybody else I know is like. I think about our friend Mujan. Like, I've been on sets with Mujan shadowing people. I know she has more experience than yeah. I've done it. But it's like, in this moment, you have to either, like, do it right here and now. Mm-hmm. And you're expected to know everything that you've known for five years. Like, you've been in this field for five years. I got to know what you know immediately. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? I got to be able to do it right here, right now. Because that's the way it works. And we don't get benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. And Miles didn't either. And I was like, this is so crazy. Because I'm pretty sure they didn't mean for this to happen. Mm-mm. But watching this, I'm talking about the spider people. To yeah. watch him on the ground and the spider people, I think, kick him at one point, point at him. Gwen is pointing at him. And then they go in a huddle and talk about him and then make a joke about him being close enough to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then maybe even <laughs> to the movies. Hilarious. To be yeah. fair, that bit, yo, Nicholas, everything, he, everything Nicholas Cage he said, hear. I was like, because Nicholas Cage. He's looking at us right now. He can hear us. <laughs> that, Rubik's, that Rubik's Cube bit, I, I, told my, I told my mom about it and she laughed for 20 minutes. She hadn't seen the movie. <laughs> I said, Nicholas Cage at one point played Spider-Man flummoxed by a Rubik's Cube. And she's like, that happens in this movie because he doesn't understand color. He doesn't he doesn't you saying this is purple? Purple? Oh, you saying this is purple? <laughs> I forgot what the bit. Purple? They're like no. And I, I again like the bit. It's like they've been in that room. If this is true, what else is true, right? They've been in that room for like while wow, that other scene was happening. They were like, he's like, what's this? A Rubik's cube. What is that? It has, color, it has different colors on it. Do you not see color? <laughs> oh, well, where's that wind coming from? We're, we're in a basement. Yeah. Oh, just the wind follows me. The wind smells like rain. The wind smells like rain. Like. It's yeah, just, but again, oh. like I know I'm taking this serious, but I yeah. just thought about well, that every sentence when he, you know. But like maybe even to the movie's credit, that at the the one maybe one moment when he's getting taunt, mm-hmm. the the swinging moment, mm-hmm. and and he and he can't. Uh, Peter B. Parker is telling him everything to do, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's like, "That is too much. Maybe stop listening to me." Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. like to, to a point where. You know, he has to, he does have to learn on his own. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, here's this, here's this, do everything at once. Like, he, they have that moment where he gets to exercise, like, oh, doing it on his own, he's successful. Finally, they're swinging. But then it's like that thing of, like, don't think that, oh, God, because now it's like, don't think that because you're a black man and you have had a systemic unfair deal mm-hmm. that anybody, is going to help you that anyone is going to go yeah. like well because you've been beaten down we should give you we should help you mm-hmm. it's like that might not happen and Peter's like yeah I had all the privilege in the world like you know you know yeah. being fine being like having an aunt and having that but I still had to deal with stuff I still had to deal with stuff so you got it worse yeah, yeah. you got, you got, it, got worse. it worse yeah like, I love it, that I love that lesson of like it, nothing's it's not going to wait for you no and the thing is that it's it, it never will you. and it's so cool so we get to the scene like we get to the third act or whatever and mm-hmm. like the, the spy people go off, they try to get to the uh, facility. And whatever. all the action scenes are amazing. Oh, phenomenal. Fantastic. Phenomenal. But the thing I thought was so cool is that, so uh, um, the dad comes back and the dad uh, through the door. Oh, uh, sees and he's his tied son. up. He's with, tied up he with a web over his mouth. He can't speak. He can't, he can't speak. say anything. <laughs> he can't say anything. And his dad is, and no, his dad knows he's there, but doesn't even try to break in. He's like, yo, son, I got, you know, he gives this roundabout way of telling him that, like, yo, I love you, and I don't want what happened to me and my brother to happen to you. I want you to know that I love you. And I'm like, I don't want to lose you. That, I don't know, man. I to mean, see a black dad yeah. just be like, 
Yeah, and basically me- saying like, look, I don't know what's going on, but like, I, just I'm I'm okay. Basically trying to say like, I'm going to accept you uh, for whatever whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. I'll accept it. I just want to be close to you. You know, <laughs> so dope. Um, uh, and the fact that we already know that Miles, the whole story has been trying to tell his dad that he's Spider Man. You know, when he has that sm- scene where he's like, Dad, well, how do you feel about Spider-Man? I he hate call- him. He calls him, too. He calls <laughs> yeah. him. Remember, like, at first, yeah. he's like, I got to tell somebody. He calls mm-hmm. and yeah. hangs up. And then he hangs up. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, uh, he's like, oh, how do you feel? And then he's like, Dad's, like, telling him how he doesn't really like Spider-Man because he's a vigilante. And so he doesn't want to say anything. And, like, he's, like, all these times he's, like, trying to tell his dad because, like, that's the, ultimately, that's the person that he respects mm-hmm. the most. And he can't do it because he's afraid of what his dad might say. And... I mean, maybe this is a bit of a stretch, and I don't know if it's my place to say, but like, I I I've uh, talked to some uh, people who uh, who are gay, and like the that kind of conversation felt mm. very similar. Of like, I need to tell you who I am, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid because I love you, and I'm afraid of what you might say. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll look at me a mm-hmm. different way, and mm-hmm. I don't want to say it, but I need to say it. And like there is there is a part I was like, oh, shoot, like there's this whole like kind of storyline that's happening that's like mirroring like what real like people go through in uh, in a way that was like super impact. I was just like, whoa, like and this the, is and in the in the and in the comics too. His dad doesn't just hate vigilantes. He like doesn't like that he has the power. Like the powers the power are, are weird mm-hmm. to him too. Right. And you know, so it's 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 like to the point. It's not just what he does. It's like who he is. Who he is yeah. a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. As a creature. Yeah. yeah which and is so then, cool. But yeah. Yeah. When he goes back to Ame, first of all, I love that Ame was a badass in this. Yo. <laughs> like, I was like, Ame, Ame, like, had shit. She was the Alfred. Sitting down t- sitting down like, in the spider cave, yep, which. Waiting for him. Sipping tea. Oh, uh, that, uh, that sipping tea. Spider, cave? So spider cave, sipping tea. About time spider you got here. Spider yeah, yeah, mine's like this. Uh, <laughs> Listen, but about see, time you got that's here. the thing about this movie. It's like, there are moments you're, as a, again, as a black man, I'm watching, I'm like, I'm so glad I'm seeing this movie. I'm so glad this movie's existing. And then in the immediate, like, next scene is a Spider Man and Marvel nerd, I'm like, we found this a spider cave, and then all the suits in the spider cases are the all bike, the, co- the, the are all the costumes from the new game that came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I peeped the costume, and I was like, "You sons of bitches!" <laughs> like you know the part in Jurassic Park when they're like they first see the dinosaur. Every <laughs> move, every scene was like, "I can't that believe how jokes." That's why the spider That's why the I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, but, uh, but Aunt May, Aunt May was. But no, but they had Aunt May. She had the costume, and the thing I love about it is this wasn't the cool. The way this reveal happened, oh, and maybe boy. this is the part that broke me because this is the part you saw from the trailer. Is like I, yeah, which no, is boy. honestly yeah. when I was I like, oh my god, this is the, the part. Yep, this was like, no, this was like Yo, the trailer, like the first the trailer. teaser this trailer. Just, but this, they, they changed the animation to make it. The context is different. Yo, so the context was read, different. You, yeah, so was, when you uh, see the actual Yo. scene, I was like, oh my god, Brilliant. I literally forgot about that scene when I saw the scene. I was like, oh my god, this scene is so Yo, awesome. It was so dope because think about it. His his costume reveal happens two times. Yeah. So the first time is the scene with him on the glass. In his Jordans. Ooh, in the hoodie, in the shorts. In his hoodie yeah. and in his shorts. Right. This is a black kid dressed as Spider-Man with a hoodie. First of all, he got the costume on. Oh, yeah. That's Miles, though. That's Miles. Miles. Yeah. With the when that, Jordan yeah. and the hoodie, yo. I was like, God damn, did that shit look cool. And the thing is, my man jumps off and it's such a close-up. I feel like there was a close-up. Uh, no, I couldn't even get I was like, this shit was crazy. Well, first you had the f- hilarious moment of him walking all the way up to a t- uh, tall oh, building. So Looking funny. down and then be like. Nah, bro. Nope. <laughs> but like wanting to do it. Wanted, why yeah, wants to do it? Walking downstairs oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and then going to another building that's shorter. 
and then still falling and off still that falling and still eating it. But still, no, but like those scenes, like everyone, I always love, and we all love superhero <laughs> movies. <laughs> what I call the the here comes everybody scene, yeah. and some people call it. It's the moment that moment where the the, the hero realizes what they have to do. And they step into the role they're meant to do. And like you said, that reveal and the the language that he doesn't have his own costume. He takes another Spider-Man costume and spray paints over it right. to make it his. He uses the same thing. He yep. makes he uses that. And like you said, when he has the Jordans and it's that whole sequence. I mean, even from him jumping off the building and the glass coming with his fingers, fire. I was like, it's like a music video. I, that could have been the whole movie. Fire. Yeah, fire. And when he fire. and when and he has this moment, like we've all seen Spider-Man being badass, doing swinging and stuff like that. But when he lands. He takes off the. He's out of breath. He takes off the mask, and he's he's amazed by what he just did. And mm-hmm. he has that smile of like, okay, I think I can do this. And yeah, then he has okay. another reveal when all the Spider People are losing the fight, and they're like, all of a sudden, what's happening? And they have that great splash page. He can turn invisible, a which is dope, right? <laughs> he comes out of the invisibility, and he's full on Miles Morales black cool suit. Shot. Oh, and then, and then, and then, the, the moment that I definitely teared up is. It's in the middle of this battle, and they're la- they, him and Spider Man land, and he's just like, "Oh my God, I love you! I'm so proud of you!" And yes, he's like, he's like, "You're you did it!" And he's like, "I knew it! I was right! You are Spider Man! This is so great!" And like in that moment of seeing Miles get that moment of like, "Yeah, I'm included. I'm not just this kid that's on this adventure." It's like, "Yo, you did it, man! You're gonna all right, let's go!" And We're then in it. and then the third act, and then like the rest of the fight <laughs> right. happens. And then like, there's more movie. Yeah. <laughs> then they do the fight. Then he gets everybody home, and then it's like, "No, Peter, it's so dope." Because this is the thing. I bring this up all, all the time, like who gets to kill the big bad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at one point, I'm like, man, is Spider Man gonna have to like do some shit? But like, no, it ends with not only Miles saving the day later, but like he's holding Spider Man in the same position that Spider Man held him earlier, and he gives Spider Man a speech about like, yo, man, you, you need gotta- to go home. <laughs> like he de- he says straight, he's like, like he's, uh, like you he's, need to go uh, home. Like he was drunk at the club, he's like, <laughs> yo, you need to go like, home, yo, bro, man. I got, and he's holding him. He's like, yo, I got it. You. I won't <laughs> die. I got this, and he just. I thought and that shit like, was so cool. Right. It was like, it was and brilliant. He just lets him go. Oh, and but that because then I mean we got to go back. I mean they're infiltrating and then Peter sees Mary Jane, but yo, it's not. Right, it's an ultimate he, Mary Jane, and he can't handle. Yo, oh, it was du- everything about oh, it was that cool. Was hilarious. And he's like, it can't be that easy, right? Because everyone has those Spider Man costumes. Like, oh it can't be my that god, easy. it is that, that is, easy. It is that easy. <laughs> but then this fight, and again, this this was the most important part to me because like the shit was a mis- Spider Ham. Just, <laughs> just doing like he kept the going out malice. Did that feel like a cartoon? That's all I needed. Like you can keep this, friggin- yo. You keep. Did that feel like a cartoon? Mary Melodies. I want to. <laughs> I want to be. I want to win a fight and look at somebody and go like, that feel like a cartoon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, but he also goes, hey, take this mallet. It can fit <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> it can fit in your pocket. But oh, the God. thing again that was so cool is that we get to this final scene. His dad comes in and he's looking Robot at all this madness going on, and you see him about to take on Kingpin. Fifteen year old kid taking on Kingpin, who's gigantic. And again, like he's fighting, he's losing all of this fight, losing majority every part of this fight and then Kingpin finally walks up on him and hits him with the blow that he killed the previous Spider-Man with. Yeah. In his slam. back. Yeah. In his back. And I'm like, oh shit, to see this little kid just like stumble his way up, bro. Oh, he, oh, the way he gets up, it's not like the generic hero like hands in the ground, get to their feet. Every single thing, it takes every single body part to get to his feet. Even when he's on his feet, he's still on the spaghetti legs. And I'm he's like, still, he's still falling. And it's just that this movie gives again. It's like a lot of times people don't want to see origin stories, but th- this story gives you a Spider-Man origin story that we've all seen before. He loses a loved one mm-hmm. in a different way. He was, and they I mean, they have that great scene. Where they say like, for me, it was this person. There's always going to be someone that you lose mm-hmm. that is the linchpin for why you do this. Right. 
and usually it's like he says, like it was my uncle Ben, it was my uncle Benjamin, it was my friend Peter. It for him, it was this uncle that he loved that still had this yeah. other, uh, this other evil side of him. Yeah. And I think for a black kid to see for the person that he loses is not this paragon of virtue that he yeah. has. It was a complex person that was estranged from his from from his brother. Like this yeah. person is like outside his the dad, family. Yeah. And that, and it's not, and that's the person that he loses. That is the thing that, like, this life is, th- this happens. This is the life yeah. of Spider Man. The life of Spider Man is that the people closest to you, and that's, and that was, again, a uniquely Spider Man thing mm-hmm. of finding out somebody close to you. They did it in Homecoming with Michael Keaton being mm-hmm. the vulture. There's always in a Spider Man story, somebody close to him is going to go bad, to go yeah. bad and die. And they combine those but two, also, and it was great. The other thing that I like about that is, is that you have sympathy, you have remorse for the losing of somebody who in other worlds, universes, would just be considered a villain who mm-hmm. you don't care about. Mm-hmm. Who you're like, yeah, they're bad, they got what was coming to them. Mm-hmm. Which I do think is like something that's that can be prevalent in the, in the black community of like, oh, well, that person made the wrong choices and therefore deserve we don't it. they deserve the bad stuff they were mm-hmm. running with the wrong people so they deserve to get you know they got caught up in the mess we told them not to get caught up in that mess and they did and 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 so and obviously to a larger extent movies that just show villains and like especially when it was like all the villains were just people of color mm-hmm. all the henchmen who like you don't care about who get off or whatever or the, or the superhero beats up. You don't think about the humanity of the person behind that. So we see the humanity of this person. And honestly, we saw the humanity of Kingpin too, right? Yeah. Like oh. we saw the humanity of, of, of like, like he was like, Oh, like, I mean, he, again, it was a thing of like, he brought it upon himself. Yeah. Uh, but like, he cared about like his wife and his, and his kid uh, and was like, just filled with this rage and anger. And you have this, uh, uncle who like we don't know we actually don't know his backstory we don't know why he turns a like life of crime but we know that both his nephew and his brother at the end you know at the end of the movie we still see that his brother also cared very deeply oh. for him and and so to have the remorse for a person that was like flawed like that i thought it was oh it was so when, special. He, fi- when he finds that body and oh. it's like it's the three it's the two punches right yeah it's the, it, no, it's the three it's three because then it's Miles and the uncle, and the uncle is just like not saying like you know I'm, I do what I had to do. It's like I'm sorry. It's like I messed. I let it. you down. I let you down. Like you I shouldn't. You like in, if in his perfect world, you would have never found this was me. And you don't again. You don't know the circumstances of why he's doing it, which is another perfect way to keep it vague. And like he was a villain doing villainous things, yeah. but we don't know the circumstances, and we always don't know why this person was driven to this. Then there's a the second punch of the dad finding him, and then all of a sudden, oh, cop finds a body in an alley. It happens to be the brother that I haven't seen or talked to in years, and mm-hmm. is that. And then when he says, "I want to put out the APB on Spider Man," and Miles realizing that he's talking about him, mm-hmm. so his dad, that is a cop, is now looking for him, and he's now. Oh, it was that whole thing of like again the, the compounding of pressure on the hero that eventually, <laughs> yeah. like of like, guess what? Your dad hates Spider Man. Shyamalan twist is you Spider Man now. So. uh but good luck. Yeah, that, yeah. Then you get that cool moment when his dad is like, "Spider Man, get up! Spider Man, oh. get up!" I was like, "Yo!" And the cool moment I, of Spider Man 
talking to him tell, like, talking to a guy be like I love you yeah love he was like he was like yeah man that deep ass voice nice voice nice working with you look forward to work with you and it was so black working with you man it was the it was the thing that a black kid would do if he had to sound like an adult on the phone to what Bray was saying before about how you know he is a kid and how everyone is very much aware that he's a kid but when he puts on the suit everyone is like that is Spider-Man which is I don't know there's something very moving about that to me you know like at the end he is putting on that voice but they're Mm -hmm. like yeah Mm spider-man they're all towering over him he's Mm -hmm. little (laughs) spider-man you know also and they say it and he says at one point or was it at one point he goes um um yeah i'm the new spider-man or whatever he tries to get on the wall he slips a little bit Mm -hmm. i made to do that in my move i made that in my move but then i think in the voiceover i think he mentions again that anybody can be the dude under the mask and i'm like he's been spider-man for two days he said Oh, the, Let's try again. this one last time. Yeah, that, and they do the cover. That that motif and that device of the self telling the origin. Yeah. They use in as many times this movie. If it was any other movie, I'm like, you y'all doing this again? Yeah. But in this movie, it feels it, corny. The, the rubber band is movie. pulled so tight that you forget that it happened. That when it happens again, you're like, oh, you know what? This is a great way to do this because it's through the way Spider-Man it, would tell you who he is. It He's reminds great. me that she is. a lot of Spider times person. movies are terrible is because all they're trying to do is imitate great films. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. trying to imitate, it's like when you try to imitate great art, it's like, you. it's so obvious that it's a fake and so it fe- it's like, oh, why does this feel corny? Like in a, in any in a, in a movie that wasn't as good, it would just been like, this is a corny little mm-hmm. thing that they're trying to do. Awesome. And in this movie, when he's like, all right, let's try this one more time, you're like, oh yeah, yeah baby, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's, it's the one. It's why we came here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, a real Spider Man. He caps it. He finishes oh, it all. Yeah. Time, when he said for the last time, it's like that's right. It's the last yeah. time. <laughs> and then when they show his his, his comic book cover. His cover again. He's got on the motherfucking joints and that goddamn hoodie. It's Yo. so good. It's Yo. just again. Okay, it's... let me. Can I? Can I talk to Hollywood for yeah, two real, seconds? Real oh, quick, yeah. Uh, right. Honestly, man, like I, I knew I usually go on this tirade, but like it's I'm too happy, man. Oh. <laughs> Hollywood did it. <laughs> was like you know what? I don't even think it was them, but you know what it was. I will say this: someone somewhere greenlit the story, and I understand there is a negative way to look at this. It's like oh, we they had a campaign back when um, Andrew Garfield was being Spider Man to get Donald Glover to do it. Mm-hmm. But instead of letting the black person do it, we got Miles Morales, mm-hmm. right? Um, and instead of the Tom Holland reboot, where everyone thought it was going to be Miles, they still buckled down, we didn't do mm-hmm. it. But somebody somewhere was like, yo, let's at least do this thing and let's try to do it the right way. And we got it. You know what I mean? We got it. We got it. And it was risky, man. The animation was risky. We had like a spider hand, which was risky. But the thing is, at the end of the day, some little black kid, some little Puerto Rican kid, some... That that theater full of kids from the Bronx mm-hmm. got to see a Spider-Man who spoke Spanish, who looked like them, save the world. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Hanging out Wearing, with their friend Spider-Man. Hanging out with the real <laughs> Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? The fun Spider-Man. Wearing shoes and clothes that like relates to them. It ends with him with the headphones on singing hip-hop again. You know what I'm saying? The way he got off the walls to relax was listening to music that was popular at one point in his dorm room. Chance the rappers on the wall instead yeah. of a three. He's got a four. And then he's in Times Square too. Yeah, Chance mm-hmm. is in Times Square. Mm-hmm. You got you got Seth Rogen in Times Square. You got freaking uh, Times Square was insane. You got uh, what is it? Um, um, the Weekend poster in Times Square, and it's like, yo, these are the things that are very unique to Black culture. A culture that usually, if it's going to be popularized in movies and TV, it's from a white perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like I work on a hip hop show that the person we promote is a white woman who likes hip hop, not the black women on that show, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But the white woman. And to me, we got to see the black person embrace their culture that was unique to us. It was New York. Like, I love Black Panther, but like Black Panther, the royalty. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're in a mm-hmm. fictional place, you know what I mean? In a real world. But this dude lived in a time we live in against the same odds we live in and got to deal with it and got to, at the end of the movie, as his new version of Spider-Man, walk down the street and be praised. Where it took the original Spider-Man a long time to get praised. This dude got high fives, was on Instagram, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, bless him, bro. So yeah. like, yeah, Hollywood, whoever, Shmeek, all y'all, man, fuck that. That was that was cool. Yeah, just real quick, because like while I was watching the movie, like yeah. I noticed like, like this is a story about like a young black superhero who like he has all kinds of powers right Mm -hmm, and he can like but one of them is like he has the ability to like go invisible it's like wow it's like it wouldn't be amazing to like we've we've never really seen anything like that before you know especially from like a young black man but then i realized in 1999 kale mitchell played the invisible boy in mystery men okay and he could turn (sighs) and and he and the thing is people then they they second guessed his powers they second guessed his powers because he was he was like I can't turn invisible, hey, but he, hey, but he John, can only he hey, can only turn invisible when you, you look away from hey, John, we've been talking about wait the wait, wait what's it, what point are you driving? You had to look. So what I'm saying, you just encourage. That's why I don't know the point. No 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 no. So so yeah, what's the point? And then I'm saying, and I'm saying, Keenan Thompson played Super Dude. Okay. Oh yeah, how does it on all that? I'm curious. No, and so then the way that the so in the way that it ends, we get a super team. Okay, super team up. Miles Morales in the center, right? We got Invisible Boy, okay? We got Super Dude, Hancock. Four, it's a four. It's a four way. T- it's a All right, John, four way. T- we let it. We, let him, we let him end it. We let him finish it. He's at the end. We let him. We let him finish it. Because I think it works. Because I think it James, works. It's you fun, we finally get a reboot. John, let's, let's <laughs> we get a reboot this. of Kenan right. and Kale. Yeah, I, yeah. We, we've let you try. Okay, we get it. Yep, yep, we tried. It's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we liked the film, but whether or not they helped the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel like the film helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we feel like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. We feel like, hey, man, this film didn't help the cause. I'm sorry. We all know what this is. We don't give it nothing. (laughs) I think we all know. On the count of three, we're going to raise off our ratings that we do not know what we're going to give. We have zero clue at the end of three what it's going to be. Here we go. We're going to do the one and then the two. Here comes the three. Okay. All right. We got a lot of black fists up in the air. James never knows how the rules work. All right. Four black fists. James gave it two. James, why you give it two? Two black fists. Why did I give it two? You know why I gave it two black fists. This is Miles Morales. This is Miles Morales, okay. Spider-Man. Okay, that's all we got. Oh. This is Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Okay, we got it. All right. It's a whole movie. Okay, yeah, of Miles Morales. <laughs> we just talked about it for an hour and 30 minutes. Uh, you're right. Y'all know why I came to this. Okay, you know what? Like, I don't need to explain more. Okay, all right. Like, you, yeah, right. No, you know, I, I, I think I, it was just... <laughs> his holy shit was just saying it was my, Miles Morales as Spider-Man. For literally, that was the okay. All right, we it's, waited listen, for that. He ain't wrong, right? Okay, uh, no, I definitely right, give it. I guess. Yeah. Okay, we encourage you. I mean, yo, I mean, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It is Miles Rouse. That's right. That is enough to get me in the seat. But um, I gave it a black fist because this movie. The one thing that I kept thinking about this movie is that it was the one word that kept coming back in my mind was that it was challenging. Mm-hmm. It challenges a lot of things. It challenges a lot of perceptions about superheroes. Challenges a lot of perceptions about what the default for a superhero could be age, gender, mm-hmm. animal in this case, right? Uh, but like the idea, and again, seeing in the, in the Bronx with a bunch of children in that theater, and the one thing I noticed was that the children during the movie, like we've all been to movies with, you know, shitty kids, they talk, they say things to each other, 
it was quiet. It was almost dead quiet the entire movie, besides like reactions and like, mm-hmm. you know, normal kid, you know, outward vocalizations of like, that was cool or like, you know, that was scary. Uh, I heard one kid after uh, probably go, I did not like that. <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> like that. Um, but like seeing that and seeing a bunch of kids in that room, even the little boys and little girls, like seeing like seeing Gwen, like seeing mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy, just like, oh, this, this, this young gal can be Spider-Man. I mean, I want to see a young black lady be Spider-Man or maybe lady of color. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but it's cool. But I mean, you know, we're making steps. But this movie showed a world in which the default for a superhero was not 30s plus white bearded male, right? Mm-hmm. Who bumbles their way to the top. It was a kid that could be just like you, could be just like me. Like I said, anyone could wear the mask. It was a kid, a black kid, a, a multiracial kid dealing with not just being himself and growing up and navigating his world, but also having entering into a world that's bigger than himself. And I think for young black boys and girls and adult <laughs> black men and women, it is important to see that just because there's another person's story that's being told that everyone thinks is the most important story in the world doesn't mean that that lens is not going to eventually come to you. And when it does, people can expect you to be ready. You might not be ready, yeah. but you realize you had you, you wouldn't you wouldn't have been picked for this if you weren't about to be ready. It's that thing. There is no aha moment of this movie of like, and now I'm doing it. He just yeah. makes a decision, a silent decision with fucking lightning in his eyes to go. I know what I got to do, and when he and, and that for me is why this movie for me as a Spider Man fan, as a comic book fan, as a black man. As a man who did not know his father, seeing that scene of like him and his father, him being tied up, he can't say anything to this to his father. He can't yeah, say anything. Can't Same say like he can't. He's literally cannot say anything. The same way I realize, like I can't say anything at a, like immediately yeah. to my dad. It's like what that feeling of like is like of just that communication again for a lot of young black men. That's a that's an aspect of their lives of not yeah. having that father around. So mm-hmm. seeing that and seeing that and having that inspire a young black man or you know or whoever to be like you know what. I want to be a better parent than maybe I had, or I want to pay that for. I want to be that in someone's life. Um, yeah, this movie is just, it challenged, it, it's just, it's 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 perfect. It might, it's, it's, so yeah. good. it's perfect. Yeah, man, I give it a fist for basically everything you said. Like, I was just imagining being a young kid and being able to see that. I'm like, God damn. Because you know what it is? I think as a kid, being black, I never looked up and was like, oh man, you know, Bruce Willis is white. I just knew I liked Batman and Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Like, I never thought about like, the racial component of it. Right. It's like I ordered and was like, oh man, if there's ever a reboot, I can't do the reboot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was the thing I, I knew as I became actors. Like everyone's like, oh, what role do you want? I always have said Batman, but I can't do the thing because you see his shit. Mm-hmm. And so now <laughs> to live in a world where like, yeah, anybody could be under this mask and also the, the ramifications of this movie already exist. Like we already know there's gonna be a spinoff that features the women in the Spider-Man mm-hmm. world, which also... You know how you're saying you like to see a woman of color? Like, Silk is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Silk is Latino. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got like a Latino who is stronger than Spider-Man. You know what I mean? So you have like Silk who who is, ver- again, fairly new. Silk came out, what, four years yeah. ago? You know what I'm Very saying? New. So like she's fairly new. And now we get to see like- Very new. Yeah. Very new. <laughs> four, four, year, four years? Yeah, it might, I mean, it, Very. maybe. May, it might not yeah. have been. It wasn't five. No. It wasn't five. It might be four. Maybe three. What? I've not lived you with you for what three years now, something like that. It's been three years. All right, because you were still living with me when Silk became in the comics. Okay, so it's three years ago, and I'm like, now she gets to be again. It's an animated movie, but like she's in the movie now. So we've seen that, and now I think it's so cool because 
you know, as Tom Holland gets older, we now know in comics, people love Miles Morales. In in this animated film, people now love him. So hopefully when, you know, Tom Holland gets to the third Spider-Man movie, by, by that movie, we will now introduce Miles to take over once he has now become too old to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think it'd be very cool to see. And I do think that's a very good possibility to see Miles and Peter Parker in the same movie. Because now Peter Parker, I mean, Miles is in the actual continuity. So it's like, it's no excuse now. Mm-hmm. Like, we literally have no excuse. The only excuse would be is if you do not want to see a black dude in this mask. And to me, at that point, then you got to say it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, man. Bless. It was All cool. right. Thank you so much for coming on uh, the podcast. Oh, are you kidding me? It was a blast. Yeah. It was a blast. Where can uh, people see you? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, check out Earth's Mightiest Show on Marvel.com and uh, YouTube and Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Langston Belton. Uh, the joys of having that first name was not taken. It was great. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, follow me on there for all the all the all the fun stuff. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank, Thank you, man. Dude. Thank you, you can follow us at at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you can find merch. We got t-shirts, got, iPhone covers, oh, pillows. Yeah. We got cups. We got hoodies, stickers. <laughs> stickers. You know. Hey, don't forget. Don't forget. Some of y'all DM'd me. Okay. If you want to get this is James's ridiculous. glasses no. or a piece of John's hair, what? I am also selling that. I no, got a couple not. DM's offers. What? How do you have my hair? That <laughs> hey, man, make... Don't worry about that. Uh, I got... <laughs> On the podcast, James realized that he does not have his glasses with tape on it, so he knows I got it. I don't. You got him? Nope. I got it. So I got a couple offers. Why do you have my glasses? Mind your business. Mind your business. But if you're trying to this like- really is do, business. This is my business. They're my glasses. Listen, I'm, I'm, ra- I'm raising money. I'm going to donate this when I get you know pieces of John's hair. This is the original curls, not the new curls. So it's old day curls. <laughs> that doesn't uh, make any sense. No, I'm saying because you know you had- <laughs> The you had, original curls? Because you had more curls, curls back in the day, but now you got a shorter curl. I got like the full length curl, right. you know what I mean? And I got James's glasses. All right. Extra because it comes with the tape. Glasses are expensive. You, you can't, can't just, use them. They got tape on them. You, okay. They're my, I paid. You can yeah. follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. Who put the tape on? You did. <laughs> you can follow me at James Third Comedy. James Third Comedy. Dr. Cam. Third is three hundred. Hey, you can follow me at Dry Milligan. DM me, okay? Because I got the glasses. Right. I, I got the head, baby. Enough. If you rate and review us on iTunes, uh, if you give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. I got some coming up here. This one is by Break of Dawn Nine. 30 impactful content i like that mm. so it's very <clears throat> robust i just started listening to this podcast i am only about five episodes in but i love it i'm a white woman and frankly i have not watched nearly enough films that feature black actors and actresses it was never a conscious effort to avoid them subconsciously i think i thought i wasn't allowed to appreciate them okay i think a part of me felt that these movies weren't meant for me we've talked about that yep yep yep, yep. What I am discovering is that these films are simply films. Some are well done, some are not. But they are meant to be consumed and appreciated by all audiences. Once Hollywood can open up, uh, open their eyes to this concept, perhaps more actors of color can be accepted for their level of talent and placed in significant roles. Not reject it because because it is feared their inclusion in a film may limit the audience. Keep doing what you're doing, gentlemen. I think this podcast and others like it can facilitate real change in Hollywood and elsewhere. And she gave... A black fist bump. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. And I'm going to read another short one. This one is by Movie Star 88. It says, great podcast. I listen every week 
I love these guys. <laughs> oh, wow. I love this. I, the like, I like Raider the White the, 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 the 88th I love movie star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, thank y'all for listening. Thanks for listening. Next week, uh, we are reviewing... What Bell are we doing? No, I think this this Christmas. Oh, this Christmas? Because Christmas is next, right? That's right. This so Christmas. So next week will be this Christmas. This Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, y'all wasn't going, y'all wasn't going. I was going with you. I was going the Thank you, line. thank you. But no, y'all. Christmas, Christmas. I look at James. We'll James just nodding his head inside. Merry Christmas. Christmas. That's how you listen to the song. For me. Sounds really Happy holidays, everyone. See you next week. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.